Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. On a Tuesday morning, I we're dealing with some technical issues on my end, so you guys are going to have to take it away. And, man, I'll, I'll introduce everybody as we go, but for some reason I can't hear all you guys. So the stream, now I imagine you can hear this, right? Sure. Imagine learning oh, yeah. hear this? radio. Oh, yeah. So at least you can hear me and you can hear the radio network. I'll deal with hearing you guys on the other end of it for whatever reason. I'm sure that's something on my end. But look, I- I'm going to say it if nobody else is going to say it. My God, this tournament sucks. <laughs> and now I can hear you. I actually <laughs> like it. It took you saying the tournament sucks to hear everybody? Well, no, I had to fix that, I guess, on my end. But look, this, who wants to sit through teams that are ranked? Good morning, Mama Brooks. Good morning, Mom. Sit through teams that are Kansas struggling to get 50 points. Abilene Christian, 21 points in the first half. It doesn't matter if you're ranked or you're a Cinderella. Look, you guys, I know you're railing on the three-pointers in the NBA and all this stuff, but if this is purity at its finest, then I passed heavily. (laughs) Heavily, no, I gotta watch women's basketball. Well, go ahead. They're begging you to do that. So right. go ahead and watch it. Go too. bet on it. You bet on Japanese basketball. You might as well bet on the women's uh, I get more national championship. In the first half of it in the Shinto Warriors than I do for the Kansas Jayhawks. Well, the Kansas Jayhawks were just like a team like Michigan State that I had seen play a lot during the year because they're always on TV, and they didn't have a good enough roster all year. They were a nope. fraud to begin with. Absolutely. Okay, And that's why I was Everybody's all over USC yesterday. USC's got NBA players on it. That's a good squad, man. They're fun to watch. I don't, I don't know what you're bitching about. You must They're have lost a couple of bets. So what? You've yeah, got he's getting his clock cleaned on the yeah, you're getting the your ass no, 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 no. It has nothing to do with that. These games are not exciting. I don't want to sit there and watch 58 teams race to 60 points. That's not basketball. That's bad basketball. When no. I have USC, That's I don't want a close basketball. game. I love to blow out last night. That was awesome. You can yeah, it was a rocking chair ride, Harry. Yeah. Bet all you want, <laughs> but I'm talking about for the pe- for a much larger conversation of just entertainment. This tournament is awful. Well, you talk about um, it's going back to old basketball the way it used to be back in the day, where you had guys stay in school for all four years. Um, the teams that have are, are, are invested in not those one and dones are the teams that are having a lot of success going into this tournament because they know each other, they played around each other. I mean, it, at this point, you're looking at old basketball. They're running plays; it's not up and down the court like everybody's you know accustomed to seeing these days. They're actually running plays, and that's the difference between uh, previous years and what's going on right now. They have Pistol Pete Maravich's out there. Right. (laughs) I killed for that. Those guys were getting up and down the floor. Pistol Pete, are you kidding me? They had 150 (laughs) possessions per game. Ohio. This is why Cinderella sucked. This Ohio is the problem. Was fifty-eight points. See, this is the. Here's how I see it. Here's the problem. And, and, I, and I get where you're coming from, Aton, because like you see Kansas, you think Kansas, and you have a muscle reflex. Like it's Kansas; they're always good. And then Kansas kind of blows this year. Yeah, they right. right? this year. Yeah. Well, a, a lot of the right. big factory schools do. 
Even but this is just this like, one year where it's like this. I, and, yeah. I look, uh, this is Jason. To your point, I'm not making some long-standing statement that college basketball is dead. Yeah. But this particular tournament, look, even Colorado, we're seeing it far too often. Where teams in this particular tournament are either getting blown the hell out or tight games come. Yesterday, we had a couple of anomalies, and I was happy with that. All right, hey, Michigan got me to 80. That Michigan LSU game was an anomaly, and you had even that. I'll give you the game earlier with that Oregon Iowa game. Although it was a blowout, at least. I, I will take a blowout if I can get the losing team scoring around 80 points. He just wants points. Why? Yeah. Why? Yes. He's an overking. exciting. Who the hell wants to see teams struggle? To, Harry, Abilene Christian, 47. Oh, Ohio, Abilene Christian was a fraud, too. They got, they, they got past Texas because Texas couldn't uh, stop turning the ball over. They were really not that good of a basketball team. Nobody is good this year. You're relying on too many non-blue bloods. <laughs> is what yeah. it is. Well, yeah. isn't that frustrating though to see Colorado? I don't give a damn. And, and I don't care. The first round and then score fifty three points in this. Like, did you watch any of that game? That Florida State Colorado game? No, I was uh, I was busy. Good. The I, I did. All right. The game was over in, in the first half, and there's these a lot of these games don't give you reason to watch, and that's what I want. Like, give me some comeback. Give me some element of a run. You don't even have the NBA run. Has nothing to do with bets. I did great yesterday. I'm just saying from an entertainment standpoint. Like count your money in Yeah, I mean you're winning it's bets. Then what? Hey, you're not entertaining. Show. You do all these rants about Japanese baseball. No, I don't go on any rant about <laughs> Japanese. I mean, they always know, hit the over. Then I don't watch baseball uh, in any kind. I don't care who's playing it and what. I mean, I'm we're burying the lead here. The Big Ten deserves a a lot of grief today. What a fraud yeah. confident conference it's, they ended up being. Part of this whole thing, you, you were told all nightmare. year that there's a down year with the big teams and that the Big Ten has assumed the role of the dominant conference. No, they, just somebody had to be one. Well, they had nine teams in the, in, the, in the tournament and eight are gone. Yeah, yeah. that's what I, I heard. It's ridiculous. And, and Ohio State, the way they went out was just an absolute joke. That was great. I, I, them I hate them. <laughs> but now media property in partnership with Jacob Media. And you, my friend, are caught <clears throat> The middle starts now, starts now on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Home loans that fit your life. Rocket Can. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Park Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right, it's a Tuesday. We're jammed with a lot of different things. We'll try and get to. Probably won't get to anything here as the tournament takes a break. Our Sixers are back in action tonight on the road. We had an interesting game with the Flyers last night. Speaking of which, Jason Martinez is in the house with us on this Tuesday. And then you on the stream, phillyvoice.com slash the middle. And nationally now, across the country and world, depending on how you consume Sports Map Radio, we're live and local, 1490 AM Sports Betting Radio in Atlantic City. We opened up on the stream just talking a little bit about the tournament. I think I might be on an island here. That's fine. I'm, I'm not worried about that so much. But I did want to at least let it out that this, this wasn't a betting element. We don't do a sports betting show. We talk about them at the times. But I'm just curious from people who are, watching this i'm not saying don't watch it i'm not saying ban it i'm not saying cancel the tournament but in years past even with cinderella's i feel like it's been a little more exciting that's all well you're talking about exciting in the aspect of a lot of scoring up and down the court 
uh, alley oop dunks. You're right. It's 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 not that. We're definitely not seeing that type of excitement in the game. You're absolutely right as far as the quality. The sense of butt coming. Yeah, you know, the the quality is 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 not there as far as excitement, but the quality of basic basketball, uh, pick and screen motion offenses. That's what you're seeing out there right now, man. And it, and it sucks because now teams are starting to play defense. You, you know, I think that's the thing. You want to see the pick and roll in its finest? You watch tonight and watch Steph Curry and Draymond Green run that. Well, no kidding. I mean, All right. Come on. Hello. Best it's pick and roll ever. You know, <laughs> and the best players on the planet. But, I mean, if you watch Gonzaga, Gonzaga's a good watch. If you watch Baylor, what they did on Sunday, they look like a legitimate basketball team that could win the national Nova. title. I was thoroughly enjoyed. Villanova is playing really well without their yeah. point guard. I mean, there's, you know, Who USC. You talk about USC. There's two, two or three guys on USC that I couldn't stop watching last night. No question. Can run up you and know, down the court. Oregon, so, too. Look, teams can get blown out. We'll talk about this, some things that happened last night and move forward to tonight. Teams can get blown out. I'm not anti the blowout, but watching teams that have name recognition limp their way to 50, 60 points, it's tough. All right, we're back in three. It's the middle, phillyvoice.com slash the middle and sports my radio. Hey, New Jersey, if you bet on sports, then you need PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. We're all using it to cash in this basketball season. Just head into your nearest casino, pick your favorite teams to win it all, and sell those tickets on PropSwap. They have thousands of buyers across the country, and you can sell too. And listing your ticket is always free. This is your newest side hustle. The average seller on PropSwap makes $500 every month. If you aren't selling on PropSwap, then you're missing out. Go to PropSwap.com today and click the sell button to learn more. Football in Philadelphia is a lifestyle, a passion from birth, and a personal responsibility to know the game. Boo when necessary. And think about every second of every minute of every hour of every day. Birds 365 was created for you. Jody Mack, the legendary sports talker, joins forces with NFL insider John McMullen. Birds 365. Start your morning with Johnny Mack and Jody Mack across the Jacob Media Network. Watch it live on YouTube. Attention gun owners in the Philadelphia region. Sign up now with our NRA instructor, Bob Dooley, who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss. The, the, the middle. <laughs> we need a little maze. Wait, wait, yeah. what was the commercial? Yeah, Harry goes, I don't need a little anything. You'd have little Harry or little maze. Little maze. And, and you pull a <laughs> string maze. and it yeah. says, I am out. Or sort of like four or five different maze sayings. Now that's an idea. Did you see a Shander doll? It oh, never yeah. stops talking. No, oh, you don't even God. need to pull the string. The Middle with Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Maze. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. All right, I got those. Uh, that what? That yeah, Barkley was good last night. Man, I didn't even watch any of that. There's, it was just constant change. Do you guys see the Sixers are partnering with Hennessy? No, as the official spirit of the team. 
That's good work by them. Wow. And NBA That's... teams are doing it. Wow. With Hennessy. I mean, on the jerseys and everything, huh? Barrett's um, in. Is a, I'm not sure. Funny thing, isn't it? Harry, you're not, it's not a clear, so you're good. <laughs> I'll take a sip of that. <laughs> Who are you to say no? Exactly. Anything anything for a buck. It's it's hilarious. It really is. Hey, I don't blame them. Not hey, a pandemic. Well, no, that's fine. I just, as long as they don't look like a NASCAR tracksuit. I, I just would done. love for people to apply <clears throat> that line of thinking to everything and not pick and choose because I Thank think you. it's a fantastic thing. Yep, agreed. I do. Make money off what people want. This is the middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Today's actually an interesting day in NFL history. I didn't know this as I was I stumbled upon it looking at for any cuts that came from last night's Flyers Islanders game that we could play the 2-1 OT loss that I know Jason was watching up close and personal. But did you guys know this in 2010? The NFL, on this day in history, the National Football League changed its overtime rules for playoff games to give both teams an opportunity to get the ball. Wow. That was 11 years ago? Yes. Wow. Where'd that decade go? <laughs> right. You're absolutely right. Holy cow. Oh, man. Four teams opposed the rule change. Can you guess who the four are? It's not as easy as you think, and I'll give I'll take the easy one out. Bill Belichick yeah. and the Patriots are not one of the four. Oh, they're not. No, and and that makes sense. Like Belichick is Minnesota, one of them. Yes. Great yeah. job. How the hell did you know that? How'd you know that? I, because I, the, wasn't it with Matt Tice as the coach? They screwed something up. Mike Tice. Mike Tice. Mike Tice. Yeah. Matt Tice is a buddy of mine. Against yeah. the against the Steelers. <laughs> yes, Gary. Anderson. It was a, a coin flip. <laughs> uh, with Jerome Bettis, and he said one thing. They said the other thing. It was like a big debate. Yeah. And, uh, um, you know. I think San Francisco may have been another team, Aton. No. No. Is there a uh, Bay Area team, though? San there Diego? Is, no, there is not. But there's another coach who has been victimized by Bill Belichick and a guy that we know, of course. Harbaugh? Yes, down in yeah. Baltimore. And yeah, I think right. Harbaugh, yeah. That's right. The other two and were bad teams, I imagine at the time. Oh, I don't know if Buffalo was on was on an upswing then, but no, no, no they weren't. <laughs> no. But remember, oh they had God. a little bit of a spike for like a couple of years, and then they went back to normal. But Buffalo and Cincinnati were the two other teams. Everybody else said, "Yeah, let's do this." I mean, my goodness, yeah, Mike Tyson, Minnesota, Baltimore. Why? Horrible, yeah. It's like, why would you not want to have an opportunity to give both teams the ball? I don't know. It's just something yeah. that they, they want to get that. They want to get the game done quicker. Yeah, why I, is that? I don't know why there was outliers on that because that seems as logical as it gets. Thank right? you, right. Right. thank you. Right. I'm just right. more stunned that it was 11 years ago. Yeah, my seriously. God. How long, Jason, has it been since hockey changed its OT rules to go four on four? Only a couple of years. 17 right? years. Oh, did the three on three? Three on three. Yeah, Sorry. that's only been a couple of years. The shootout came in after the lockout, and so, so that's been 16 or 17 years. Take us through it. It's. Nearly 20 years ago, so about 17 years ago, we go from five on five to four on four. And about three years ago, we go from four on four to three on three, right? I don't even know that we went to four on four, did we? But we had four on four last night. Yeah, we we did. did. I I thought there was a period where they tried it out for a couple of years. Maybe they did. I don't don't recall, but I remember when the shootout first came in and and immediately the Flyers stunk at it, Mm -hmm. (laughs) right? Uh, 
they've always had a hard time with it, although they've been better in the last couple of years. But yeah, I, I hate the shootout. That's different, though, than changing the overtime rule in football. The oh, overtime no, no. rule in football is fairness, right? Yes. Because you can't let a coin toss determine whether, really, whether your team makes the playoffs, whether they have home field, it determines way too much. But in hockey, where there's 82 games, it's far different. And you're turning a, a sport into, you know, an exhibition, a skills contest. Yeah. I just think that's dumb. I'm I would fine. just, ex- I don't even like the three on three. You like having a three point contest to settle a game. Right. Right. Yeah, I, I, I'm so not in favor yeah. of giving yeah. a point to a team that loses a game. Right. In overtime, right. And and yeah. that how much resistance was there? Even though the Flyers got one last night. Yeah, right. Well, right, exactly. And and it, you know, everything moves to your favor. But I'm just curious, like we look back over a decade ago, and there were still outliers, as you said, still four teams that said no, fairness and overtime is not something we're gonna sign up for. I, I can't imagine that there would be anybody, but here we have four. Now, what you're saying is a little different, so I would bet that there was probably a little more or a higher percentage of resistance in the league to just go to the shootout. But then again, to Barrett's point, I don't know, maybe players' unions across these sports are like, look, man, I'm not I'm not signing up here for three overtimes, all right? Get me the hell out of here. Yeah. We're on a road trip. I don't need to be in Edmonton for three more periods than I need to be. Well, that's, that was the biggest thing with that rule change. That's what it was all about, the games being as long as they were. I mean, that's, that's, you know, as far as, you know, competition with, you know, reviewing calls and things of that nature. It's all about time restraints with the NFL. They want to get their product in at three and a half hours in and out, and that's it. You, you know, they care breaks. about that type of thing. Yep. Yeah. Commercial they run they out of breaks. That. When you get in yep. overtime, you don't have breaks, so they're not right. making money in that. Here's exactly. the thing, like with the NHL, too, though. You know, the players don't want to do that because, like, three on three is incredibly taxing on the body because you have to cover a ton of ice. This is why it's all possession, and they change, and they pull the puck out of the zone. But the, the players screwed up, and where they screwed up, and, and the line they tried to hold was that three on three or shootout or no shootout goals should they, they don't count as your goal total. Right. So if you have a bonus, if you're a twenty goal scorer and you have five shootout goals, none of those count. Yeah, well, they should have held that line because if you're if you have a, a sixteen touchdown bonus <clears throat> in your contract and one of those comes in overtime, you're getting paid. Yep, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's just crazy how it is. All yeah. right. I, I want to get to this clip here because Harry sent a couple. Harry was watching intently on the halftime, the post, and the pregame shows while Jason was doing the same thing for the Flyers on the radio. Harry was watching Charles Barkley. So <laughs> let's look at the, the longer one. This is about social media. Do you, do you yeah. want to set this up here? Well, yeah. This is uh, in reference to the Ohio State Oral Roberts game over the weekend, which, of course, Ohio State okay. lost. And uh, there was a player, their best player pretty much is Liddell, for, or e, uh, e. Liddell, 32, number 32. And he got death threats apparently on social media after Ohio State got beat and eliminated from the tournament as a two seed. And to Oral Roberts, who's a 15, it's only the second time in tournament history that that's happened. Florida Gulf Coast, I believe, was yep. the first one that did it years ago. And I think that was done at uh, the Wells Fargo Center. Uh, but anyway, uh, Liddell had 20, he had 23 points and 14 rebounds in the game. I mean, he did all and he's good death threats and he's getting death threats. And they just asked Charles Barkley about it. Ah, uh, you know, oh, we got uh, a little yeah, audio a little issue. issue. That's strange. Oh, everyone just plays, right? Hmm. Yeah, we'll figure it out. All right. Well, when you figure it out, it's pretty good because he I talks mean, about social good. media and, and why he's not on it. It's pretty good. He was he was good last night. Good. Charles looks good there, huh? Yeah, he does. 
No, you're right. You're right. Uh, I just need to. I just needed to change something. Here we go. He lives in Contra Hawken, doesn't he? Or Maniac? Uh, Mainline used to. I don't yeah. know if he okay. still. He probably has a house here. Yeah, he still does. Give me a hard time because I, I refuse and will never do any type of social media. This is the reason why. For a kid, number one, he had a great game, but for you to get his kid death threats and uh, hurl racial slurs at him because you safe in your own home like a coward uh, behind a computer and nobody know who you are. You need to take a hard look at yourself in the mirror. I am never going to deal with dignify these losers and interact with them ever. I don't care how much money somebody, I mean, I'm never going to do social media because of this. I don't even, hey, listen, I know most other stuff is positive. No, nope. uh, but just why would, <laughs> why would you sit at your house and, and tweet or send something to a kid that's number one after, after he lost a stupid basketball game to give him death threats or Ray or just her or racial slurs at him. You need to take a good look in the mirror and realize you're just a freaking loser. <laughs> Guys, give me a Well, here's time. the thing. Right? I don't know. That's great. I don't know. Here's the problem. Well though, said, Charles. Is that the people who he's talking, and this is this is the issue with social media. The people that he's <clears> talking <throat> about will either never hear that or it will never resonate. And the problem is the platform on Twitter doesn't respond to Charles unless it's too late, unless threats and everything have come to something of, of action. It's really tough to get somebody banned. It's really tough to get threats or, or accounts removed, not just an, an easy target that was you know running the country. I'm talking about just regular fake accounts. So the problem, I'm wholeheartedly in agreement with Charles, like all three of you are. But my problem in dealing with this app and this site is that the a place, the platform reinforces and catalyzes the people that Charles Barkley is talking about. And because they know they can get away with it. Right, and they, yeah. it's, it's like, the, oh, look, Charles is talking <clears throat> about me. Let me go back and reinforce it right. and, and throw some more. I, I don't know what the solution is, but I know that a lot, we, like, we are, already, I just wanted to say this. The only reason why I, I want to bring this up is because we're in jeopardy of becoming our own echo chamber, which is like, yeah, Charles is right. Charles is right. Charles is right. And then we realize that the people that he's talking about or two never hear it. That's They're Twitter. not listening. Yeah, that's Twitter. Yeah, yeah. And, and I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. And I love yeah. Charles said it, but You're I would right love, like I would love Charles to be able to reach out and strangle one of those people who's behind the keyboard saying exactly what he did as as the eyes are like bulging with popping out of his head for oxygen. Yes. Yeah. Then, and you, dude, then it, the message resonates and it, it affects people. It does. And, you know, there, there was a, I read a study about this with Twitter where one negative comment on Twitter has a more pronounced physiological effect on your brain than 15 positive comments. Is that right? And you're compelled to respond. Your brain, this is just human nature. You're more compelled to respond to the negative because it has that effect in your the physiological part of your brain than you are the positive, right? Mm -hmm. and, and because you want to, you know, you want to be right too, or whatever it is. I mean, I had a I had this douchebag on there put my home speak? address in his bio and was tweeting all kinds. And I had to yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I sent it to Twitter. I had to send him my, my ID to show it was my address. It took him like four friggin' months to get my home address where I have three young kids that live to shut this jerk off. I'm sorry. This idiot whoa, down. Oh, that Barrett will tell you to just arm up. <laughs> that, you know, that's the they're, they're not the problem right there you know i, I'm up, click, click. I you know I, I don't mind i don't mind if somebody's gonna you know do it in front of my face you know because i mean i if you can do it in front Man, of my I, face then, then you know wait 
I'm all for it. You know what I'm saying? If you, if you know, I tell people all the time, in order to kill, you must also be willing to die. And I'm a firm believer. If you're going to say what you're going to say to me, that's fine. Just as long as you understand there's consequences and repercussions of what your actions are. I'm a man of action. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not just going to talk about it. I'm going to be about it. I'm going to give you what you come to see. And a lot of people don't see it that way. They they get behind a keyboard and they just do and say whatever they want to say and, you know, and keep on going on in life. Well, what if you get caught one time? What if, yeah. you know, what, you know, that, that's the problem, you know, but like you I said, I can't, I can't worry that. about that. I can't worry about but, that. But well, Charles, about it's it. obvious that he's not on social media because right, right. he said, I, I get most of the stuff is positive. No, it's yeah, not. No, it's not. No, not it's on my not. timeline. Especially on Twitter. Like, <laughs> right, Twitter, right. It might be positive on Instagram. Right. I don't even know what Facebook's doing. Tumblr is still around, but it ain't pot. Twitter is the sewer. Like yeah, Twitter is where the runoff of human waste goes to interact. Well, here's horrible. the here's what here's what Twitter Twitter did. They allowed people to have an alter ego. There's yeah. no checks and balances of who you are. No culpability. Girl. People mm-hmm. can put things out there, and you know how our society is. An accusation is often is is a lot of times a conviction. It's regarded as the truth. Well, yeah, Barry, it's a conviction. Like, yeah, think about it, and and we'll take a quick one here. But I'll leave you on this note where, and I'll go back to a point that Barrett was making with Deshaun Watson a couple of times about how this case has essentially already been tried yeah, through the lawyer media. Yeah. And there's no legal culpability. And this is a lawyer doing it. It's not just a journalist or somebody with a blue check. Right. It's another lawyer that's doing it. All right, what's it? Are, aren't we up to 13 accusers now? Oh, it's 22. Yeah, it's 22. There were more. 22? Yeah. Yes. We got, we got a lot here to get to. We're back in three. 21 or egg accounts. I'm slash the middle sports map radio. Football in Philadelphia is a lifestyle, a passion from birth, and a personal responsibility to know the game. Boo when necessary. And think about every second of every minute of every hour of every day. Birds 365 was created for you. Jody Mack, the legendary sports talker, joins forces with NFL insider John McMullen. Birds 365. Start your morning with Johnny Mack and Jody Mack across the Jacob Media Network. Watch it live on YouTube. What we feel makes our firm different from others is the fact that we um, take our lifelong uh, personal approach and experience uh, and apply that in dealing with any client. We don't view a client as a number or another case. We view them as a human being and a person, a person who faces challenges that they never anticipated or they wouldn't be here. They wouldn't seek us out for help. And we put that personal approach um, to the forefront to make sure. Looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following and stand out amongst your friends by downloading Book It Sports today on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on book. The, the, the middle. I got to be honest with you. If I know you and you ate 75 hot dogs, I don't want anything to do with you. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not associating with you. 
Like, stay the hell away from me. Physically, on Twitter, everything. In fact, anybody that eats a a hot dog and soaks the bun in water to make it go down, lose my number. That's what they do, huh? Yeah, it's disgusting. Lubricate the hot dog. The Middle with Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. Love that promo. I love that. I I had uh, accusers confused with lawsuits. There were 13 official, I guess, uh, suits filed, but now it's up to 14 lawsuits and 24 accusers. They're they're filed now. The first thing were filed, I guess they're filed now? And they're all all civil complaints. There's no criminal complaint. Mm -hmm. Also, wow. Look at that comment by Mint Diggity. Like, like I, I, I would even if I was a troll and I was like certain that nobody knew who my account was. You can't go after a fighter. Yeah. <laughs> right? In the middle on the sports. It was like that dude that got pummeled by the uh, by UFC fighter a couple weeks ago in the locker room. The football player. I told you about my experience. With him. All right. Now, uh, hold on, hold on. Let we need to address something here on the stream because. This is a place of welcoming. And if there's disagreement or if there's criticism of this show, then we welcome it. We welcome the opportunity to talk about it and talk through it. Look, I've worked with Harry and Jason and even Barrett long enough that there is transparency between the four of us. So if somebody is questioning, and I don't mean questioning like why, I just mean like why, then we are a community. So Mr. Berger, we we want to make sure that we are understanding if S. Marie DeBooth, who has been with us for a while, is curious as to if we've moved away from maybe talking a lot of Eagles or if we're just as random as advertised. And, and we are as random as advertised, but we're not pushing anybody away. We, we need as many people as we can get. <laughs> doesn't seem to be a problem looking at the numbers on this show no 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 and, and thank you, <laughs> and, you that. And thank you and, and everyone else is a part of that jason i'm just saying as far as like you know we want we want people here this is a community of welcoming it may not sound like it when the four of us talk but right. the stream it's uh, so, the fifth but so are you right. saying that people king now <laughs> Are you saying that we have open borders on this show, Aton? Yes. Okay. Yes. Nobody's going to be put in a cage or a terrarium or anything the like. You you are welcome here. There is food. There is drink. It just tell, put it on the Brooks account. All okay. Right? right. That's it. As Roger Waters once sang, "Harry, tear down the wall." That's it. That's it. So, by the way, is Harry's mi- did Harry's microphone take a Viagra before the show? No, 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 yes. no. Yes, it's on he the uses blue that pill. Positioned high. Yes. <laughs> Doesn't it look cool though? Because look, it, it looks like he's on a four. He's actually on his laptop, but it looks like he's on a four or eight K camera right now. Right. Yeah. yeah, different computer, and it just gives a different perspective. And yes, the uh, the microphone is in full force and uh, very the, prominent. Yeah, <laughs> it's very virile. My microphone. Yes, it is. It's a very phallic. Yes, it's a phallic mic. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but I like that man. The stream, you know, they 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 bring it all, man. Like, I mean, early on, I was gonna answer it early on, but we got into other stuff, you know, just like um, Adam's exploit asked, Would I rather have Matt Barkley or Joe Flacco? 
I mean, that's, that's just, we already had Matt Barkley. Stream. This is two days in a row where you're referencing something. What's the time on that? I saw that too, and I was going to bring it up right at the start of the show, but we moved on. So eleven oh six. Oh six. Yes. We're at thirty one. Wait, yes. why would anybody want Matt Barkley? Right. For anything. <laughs> USC wouldn't want Matt Barkley back. I'd rather have Charles Barkley yes. at the back, the quarterback. <laughs> right, right, right. And now, you know, we, I mean, you look at Joe, man. Joe's just going to be Joe. Joe's going to come in. He's going to teach these young guys how to, you know, how to play the game, you know, and then that's what he'll do. If he comes in, he'll he'll be a, a stopgap for a, a player or two. But he's a mentor. That's his job. You're right. Just a mentor. You know he's a coach that can back up. Yep, exactly. Now, what's going on? We should, to look at any type of controversy or look at any type of issues or, or anything along the lines, is there any goalie controversy? And I'm not 6-1-0-ing this. I'm just asking. There have been people that, and you go back to that god-awful place on social media where it's trying to – I've seen – Carter Wentz, I've seen oh, Carson yeah. Hart, I've seen all of that stuff. And, uh, you know, I'm not one to flame the, the the fan the flames of any fire. I'm one to bring a bucket and make sure that I can splash you and cover it. Douse, right. Well, here, I, I, I was talking about this this weekend when I was doing a show. There was a guy that uh, he, he compared, the, the word is anointed because of Wentz, right? Oh, uh, you, you all anointed him Hall of Famer. Nobody did that, by the way. We all thought he was really good because he was playing really good, you know, and you live in sports in the moment. And then this guy goes, well, you, you're anointing. It was about Carter Hart. You anointed Carter uh, Carter Hart like you anointed Wentz and you anointed Giroux for one good season. This guy put Giroux in the same sentence with Wentz and and uh, I forget who the other one was. Kevin Cobb. I mean, but it was like, are you kidding me? Like that guy's got a decade of being great, but you're right. Like that's what people do, but there's a philosophy I live by. I'm trying to live by. It's hard though, because you get fired up and it's don't take the criticism. Don't take the bait of people who you don't, you wouldn't value. You wouldn't go to them for advice on that topic. Right. So when some douche, uh, you know, egg account does something like that, yeah. you just go, Hey, you know, consider the source. Right. Like, I'm not coming to you for advice on hockey because you don't know it. Right. So why would I take your criticism or your analysis and get angry about it? it it's hard to do, though, right? Because mm-hmm. yeah. your human nature, you just want to react to it and be like, dude, are you serious? Like, we, we're still acting like this as a fan base? And well, we are. We do. Yeah. And, well, yeah. I learned early in 1995 when I got here as a rookie that this fan base is one of the toughest because they feel totally responsible for anything that happens on this team. They, they, they invest their time in it. They invest resources in it, you know, so they're going to give you everything because, you know, we think we pay the, the team salary. We think we pay these players salary. We go to the games, we buy these season tickets. So we should have a say so. And that's different from, you know, I played with four other fan bases. You know, uh, Detroit's not even close to being anything closer than what I see as far as the fans here. Did I mean, those fans really? could care less. Like, you know? like, did I always wondered that. show up or did they pay people to show up? Well, <laughs> a bunch of the times I played in the old Pontiac Stadium, too, and, uh, you know, the Silverdome. I guess and, you, you know Barry, but that's really about it, right? Well, yeah, you come to see Barry. That's it. Herman Barry Moore and Barry. Barry. You come to yep. see Barry. That was a show back in Detroit. Did you guys have a radio show? <laughs> no. 
But you know that that's that's what it was. Barry Even when Barry. I went to Green Bay, Green Bay was the nicest fan base because and they literally do own the team. The fan base owns the team. You know, yeah, they're they, so accommodating, aren't they? Yeah. It's so nice, man. Hey, how you doing? You know, what I mean, come on over, have a broad. Right, right. Oh, know? it doesn't matter if you lose. You know, we're all right. We're gonna be on you. We're still gonna support you. You know, and, and it doesn't go down like that here in Philadelphia. You well, lose, you're gonna mentality. get told. You yeah, suck. We're always yeah. in a rush. Exactly. And we're always holding people to a really high standard. That's a and radio. Fr- frankly, it gets exhausting, doesn't it? Oh, oh my goodness. My you know, it's, it's a job. Sam Bradford goes 10 for 10 in a preseason game, and everybody's got it. the expectation changes to Super Bowl. Yeah. You, you trade for Chris Weber, who was shot, and it's we're going to the NBA finals. Like people freak out. I wonder what was said here. I couldn't hear anything. Did you even hear music? No, no, I haven't heard any music. The last music I heard was Jason playing Pink Floyd before the show started. I, I mean, I honestly, I, it's so low. Her. Nobody's home. Is there anybody out there? <laughs> oh, wait, it's 36. I have the clock wrong. That's oh, my God. Me. What is happening <laughs> at Stan- Shander's studio today? We're all roaming down. That's oh what's going on. God. We're all roaming down. Hello. The Sausage King of Chicago. Hello. Hi, Frank with Alarm Plus. How you doing today? Oh, I'm well. You're on the air, Frank. Well, we're calling homeowners and offering It's a recording. You're not going to be able to have the true fun that you like to have with a live person. Can I, can I put my brother on? Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Here he goes. Here's your brother. Can you put him in the headphones? Yes. What is that? The uh, Mr. Predicto calling yeah, you? Yeah, like, think you, so. you sound like Mr. Predicto. Are you top of the line home security system? Yeah, you're, you sound like Mr. Predicto. Let him hear Mr. Predicto. I got to find it. Have you heard of Mr. Predicto? No. <laughs> this guy's like dizzy right now. It's like, what is going on? I'm in the twilight oh, the zone. Cannot be predicted. The outcome cannot be predicted. <laughs> That's great. You won. You won that bout with the. With the <gasps> you know what that feels like? Victory. That feels like you know what this. You know what that was? That's a metaphor for Twitter. I, I walk away feeling victorious because I just told somebody something, but he's going to go and troll a million more people and nothing will happen to that person. I think you right. got a great idea right now. When you people, what, when, right? Sorry. when people ask me a question about the flyers on Twitter, I'm just going to get a Mr. Predicto and answer yeah. and type out Mr. Predicto's answer. I don't see that at this time. Yeah. You know, the Zoltar. It, don't we need like a, we need kind of like an intro. Domo arigato, Mr. Predicto. Yes, totally agree. One of the worst songs ever, by the way. Horrible. How about all these uh, people (laughs) reacting to Carson Wentz's comments with uh, McAfee on his show? Yeah, happened last week. Oh, yeah. Didn't we talk about this last week? No, they just happened last Friday. No, it was yeah, the, the show was Friday. Friday. I don't know. You've done sixty shows since last. No, Friday. no, 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 no. I'm, I'm like that's why I, I'm pretty positive we talked about this thing on Friday. I, I'm pretty sure it we didn't. No, we did not the show on. Friday. We did not talk about this. On we Friday. had audio from from Carson about. Well, no, well, they, we that had was yeah, in his press conference. His that press wasn't, conference. That yeah. wasn't the Pat McAfee show. Yeah. You're talking about the thing about him living here, Harry, and now being in Indy, right. where it's more suitable for his right upbringing he's a country boy he yeah. always Why do people has get offended i don't it? understand what's so hard to figure out no he just got caught up 
That's I all. moved out of the city too to live out here in the burbs because yeah. I like to pee in the yard. Yeah. <laughs> all right. You could, you could do that in Kent. Or driveway. <laughs> you probably couldn't get away with that in Olney, but you can get away with that in Kensington. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. People, it's depending on where you are. Somebody may have a problem with that in, in the neighborhood. But if you're out in the middle of nowhere, then nobody yeah. can see you. But we talked, about, own, right? we talked about that weeks ago about how Carson Wentz was out of his element being in a small, small university in an area that does not have the community and cultures that he would interact with in Philadelphia and in the locker room. And it's new. It's brand new. And being the leader. Yeah, people got so that, offended by it, though. I like, God, oh, I know. It's an inferiority complex. It's got to be right here. So funny. Here we go. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. A victory lap for the Crimson Tide of Alabama. What a performance in round two. 16 made three-pointers on 33 attempts. Nate Oates, Mark Turgeon. And the Crimson Tide moving on to the Sweet 16. That's one. Looks good. Locked in. All five guys playing well. We know they've gone through some we had Marlin here. What a great win for this ball club. Yeah. But, of course, now they get to advance to play Gonzaga. <laughs> It is over in Indianapolis. The Creighton Blue Jays fly into the Sweet 16. How about that? Of all the talk, guys, about, and we thank TNT for that audio, of all the talk about just how bad and disappointing and overrated that Big Ten conference is, and then, of course, Harry referencing USC and the Pac-12. Yeah. Amazing run that they're on. They got four teams. Yeah, and, and look, some of it is who Big you 12. play. Yeah. Well, I, hold on. I was just going to say the two teams out of the Big East that nobody thought would, would like Creighton was broken ever since McDermott opened his mouth. That team has been broken. And Villanova has lost two key ball handlers from the very start of the season. And people expected both of these teams to find a way really to lose this last round. And yeah, mm -hmm. North Texas is North Texas, but uh, Creighton and Villanova now moving on into the Sweet 16. Dude, how about this? A lot of people were picking Nova to lose that first game because they just didn't have it right. And it's well, it's, and it's the whole five twelve thing too. Yeah, so that's I mean? that's one of those yeah. fun ones to to kind yeah. of pick as your upset. But Nova, it, Jay Wright is the best coach in Philadelphia in the last twenty one years since the turn of the century. I mean, look what he's accomplished with. I know you're. I know Harry, you're a Temple guy. No, 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 no. But, but he is. No, oh, he's he's tremendous. I was thinking he Andy Reid. I mean, you yeah. know, even Jay, even though he didn't Jay's win won at two all. national championships. Yeah, I know. I know. know. Diff it's different though. At Little Nova, yeah, it is. Well, yeah. yeah, and you look well, at the culture of that team too. You look at how they <clears throat> how they run things. You know, especially with like we talked about. You know, the, today, the one and dones. You know, that's where yeah college basketball is win. You know, you go to school if you're talented enough. You go to school one year and you're out of there. And you usually go to schools like Kentucky, Kansas, Duke. Yep. North Carolina. Well, he's done out. it with yeah. He's done it with 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 instead of five star and four star recruits, he's done it with three star recruits. And guys are coming here. He gets his exactly. share of fours though. He yeah, gets, and, and guys go to the NBA that don't stay there three or four years. Like people right. leave early at, at Nova. Yeah. Like Sadiq Bay. Correct. This last year it was a two year guy, I believe. Correct. So yeah. it, it happens. But yeah. Barrett's yeah. point, Jay Wright, and this goes back to the bigger point about 
Jason tying him together is Jay Wright has been able to, in, in this magnificent way, toe that line. Mm-hmm. Where if he has to dip into a one or two and done, he can, but he has a backbone of talent and culture. And that's yeah. what Barrett's point is about establishing guys that are there for multiple, multiple years so that if you do need a one or two and done, it's like a rental in pro sports. You're walking into a locker room and coaching staff that's already intact and ready yeah. to go. You don't have to worry about disruption or anything like that. Yeah. Plus, and he's taking, he's taking one some one of those transfers. Guys too. Sorry, you guys. Go ahead. That's all right. He's taken some transfers too. He's had some good success well, with transfers smart. over the years. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You have to have uh, be, take transfers. There's so many transfers now in college basketball and football. It's it's unbelievable. Yeah. And when a, and when a good player wants to transfer to your school, you'd be a fool not to do it, right? Absolutely. absolutely. The thing about the thing about him though too is is the just the way he carries himself, the way he represents the university, and every, yeah. and I got no tie to Villanova. I don't care. I don't either, but, but I I love him. But but he is He's a great. classy dude. He's a good man. He does a ton of charity, obviously. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, just the the resume speaks for itself. It is tremendous with what he accomplishes with that little school in, on the main line. It really is. Incredible. They have an identity with the way they want to play yes. basketball, and they they get players that come in there that fit it or adapt to it. And yeah. if they don't adapt to it, they go bye bye. Right? And it's just the way it is. Cheney had. Right. Well, yeah, and he didn't have the, the success, but he he absolutely had an identity. Yeah. In sports, if you ha- don't have an identity or you don't know your DNA or what you are or what you need to be consistently, then you're dead. You're dead you're man walking. That was that's a big part of the Eagles, Eagles problem. problem. Yeah, yeah. And that's exactly yeah. what we're talking about now. Even, if, even in hockey right now, I mean, you look at the Flyers. I don't see the identity that I'm used to seeing, you yeah. know, especially when the old man was here. You know, he wanted he wanted, he wanted wanted things to be, you know, broad street bullies. He wanted that tough, gritty you know, type of type of atmosphere. Well, they got gritty. Well, yeah, that's the problem. Not on the ice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but There's yeah, gritty well, everywhere else except the ice. Well, Barry, you well, played for one have, of the franchises that had the the most defined identity in all of pro sports, and it still does. It's the Steelers. Yeah, I mean, exactly what you, they are. Exactly. Right. Hard knows we're gonna run the rock. Yep. Uh, you know, gonna play great defense. That's 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 we'll hit hard. Yep. yep. So you, I mean. Until you get an identity, until this Eagles team gets an identity, and and Doug's identity was a, a, a riverboat gambler. That's all he wanted to do. You know, he wanted to be innovative in how he ran the offense. Uh, you know, he had guys play above and beyond because he had that connection with them, and, and they would do anything for him. What is going to be this Eagles identity now? No, what is this guy going to come in and do? How is he going to establish that identity, especially in um, with with what's going on right now as far as uh, you know the pandemic and everything? Will they get past this? Uh, you know, virtual meetings and, and get into the, you know, the just of being inside meeting rooms, being out there practicing together instead of, you know, being six feet away from each other. Yeah, and it's going to be hard to establish something there. But, but Andy's you know Eagles what, had an identity. That That's a, yes, they did. And it, it was, and continues to carry over if it's anybody who's played. Now, Barrett missed him here, but if it's Brian, if it's Ike, if it's anybody in between, you, yeah. anybody who's Trot. played for, Right, Trot. I mean, they'll, it, there is a, a communal sense of treating Andy Reid like you'll hear the Ty Laws and Troy Browns and Harrisons talk about Bill Belichick. There is that level of respect at the same time of just connection. But the point you made, Barrett, has been brought up countless times. 
by current Brandon. I heard Brandon Graham mention this a week after Kristen Rogers on Fox 29 mentioned this on my other show in the same time in which I think it was maybe Jeremiah or maybe it was maybe it was somebody else on Monday Night Football mentioning this, an analyst, one of the two analysts. But just about how much Doug Peterson relied on being face to face. Yeah. How much that will, especially when things go wrong, but to be able to build and look, it was a big source of frustration from the team because things went to hell. And Doug kept saying, look, look I, I can't talk to these guys. I can't love on right. them. I can't be there. And I can't physically put my hand on somebody's shoulder and say, look, son, or look, and not having that. And now you talked about a new coach walking into that. Like, I think that's different. First time coach. Yes. Yeah. First time that's coach needs very yep. That's yep. gonna be very difficult, man. Because you, you need that affirmation from the coach. You need to know what your what your role is on that team. How this team conducts business. I mean, I've been around teams like all right. For instance, um, when I got here, when I first got drafted by you know Ray Rhodes, he wanted to run off all the soft people in his in his camp. He wanted to, he wanted a hard those type of, uh, <clears throat> of 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 you know room. So you know he everything was hard. You know practice for three hours every day, twice a day in camp. You know we never missed a day. It was just hard nosed football. But then when I got to the Steelers, you would think, well, it's going to be hard. It wasn't <clears throat> hard nosed like that. It was actually kind of not necessarily easy. Because, you know, what he required, the coach required us to do, yeah. it wasn't as hard as other teams. But the, it was the, you know, the culture was in there that we practiced so hard that it was times that the head coach had to say, Bill Cowell would literally tell us, hey, guys, if you don't stop practice so hard, <laughs> right. I'm going to stop practice. And I and, and during my four-year tenure there, he made us stop practice twice and sent us inside. Because One was, of those times hey, he sent us somebody. inside. Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying? You got, that's what he said. One of those times he sent us inside. Half an hour later, the whole team went back on the field and started practicing again without him. He oh came goodness. out and, and, and finished the practice out. That Barrett. was the culture that was there. Barrett, the first time you put on a Steeler helmet, because you know the history. Yeah. You no all of a sudden absorb it. You become You want to live up to that to that legacy, if you will. And, and yeah, they should. Like, and that's yeah. a good thing. Yeah. Yep. You know, totally think about right. the difference, right? Like there's always a sense of personal pride. And I'm probably and, and Barrett is, I'm sure, I'm just I can see it already kind of jumping in and be like, come on, man, you're in the pros, you're in the pros. So I get it. And I, I'm I'm splitting hairs more so than not. So there's going to be a sense of personal pride and personal accomplishment that you are in a point oh oh percent like in any any professional sport set that aside there has to be a distinct difference in the feeling of putting on a Jacksonville Jaguars helmet mm -hmm. for the first time and putting on a Pittsburgh Steelers or New England Patriots helmet for the first time is that fair there's no question because I like I said I was in camp with the Cleveland Browns I put that helmet on I felt <laughs> defeated before I even started you did Oh, no question. No question. And they had the best facilities. Now that's a shot at your brother. You're just taking a gratuitous shot at your brother, who's a Cleveland Browns fan, and you will never let Harry, him forget it. Harry, that was supposed to be my plan, man. But, you, you, <laughs> <laughs> but you, you know, I mean. Specter <laughs> Clouseau over there. Harry, you know you're wrong for that, man. But, yeah. But then when I, I mean, when you, you put, put on that. helmet on, you're immediately 0-3. <laughs> Yeah, right, right. <laughs> you're already 0-3 right. when you those put on check, the mini. Those checks still cash, though, Barry. No but question. that's the reason why you're putting that helmet on, only right. because of the check. <laughs> it was only for the money, man. Yeah, but then, right. you know, you put on a Steelers helmet, and you walk out on the field. Uh-huh. I tell you what, I, I would I would venture to say seven out of the ten times 
that you go on that field, the team is already lost on the opposite side of you. They already know they're about to lose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They know the culture which we established. They understand how we're going to play this game. And we as Steelers, we when, when I was playing there, it was a sense, of, all right, I've already played against or practiced against the best team in the NFL. Mm-hmm. I practice against the best linebacker, the best safety. They practice against the best quarterback, the best offensive line. Yeah. So when we got on the field, we've already went through the rigor mores of, 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 of getting beat up. Now it's time for us easier. to go beat somebody up. That's yeah. got to be what it's like at Alabama and Clemson and exactly. some of these college programs. Exactly. Right. exactly. Yeah. You put on that uniform and you get you. You just grew two inches. You're yeah. you, you shaved a tenth off <laughs> right. your forty. Right. All that stuff. Is that Montreal? Is that Pittsburgh? Oh, yeah. is, is that? I mean, where is that in the NHL? That that may not even be as obvious. Well, I mean, look, some of the the legendary like original sixes haven't had a lot of success. Like Toronto hasn't won a cup since '67 since expansion. Yeah. Rangers, but I mean, th- those right. uniforms are so big and iconic that there, there's that part of it. But when you talk about you know, like the, the Penguins have it. Yeah. With Lemieux as an owner, with he did as a player, and then with Crosby, and then you have the presence of guys like Crosby, like a guy like Tom Brady, right now, and yeah. and they just it's insane, right? It makes everybody everybody better, but just by their presence and the history. Um, there are teams like that. The, the NHL fluctuates more, but um, there are franchise like for years it was Detroit, right? Because yeah. I mean they made the playoffs twenty five straight years. Wow. So think so, about are you that. kidding me? Twenty five straight yeah. years, hockey yeah. town, Barrett. We'll, we'll take a quick one here, but but think about what it's what's hockey town now. <laughs> yeah, it is right. It's a fade town. What's the what's the uniform? What's the one uniform? And you want to expand it to the MLS? You want to expand it across the board? We're not going to spend an hour on this. I'm just curious. Like uh, the for for some reason, even with the Patriots, and maybe I'm suffering recency bias, but the first uniform I think of that you put on that you automatically get those chills would be the Yankees. Mm-hmm. Like that's of course. the first yeah. stripes, dude. My, right? Man, yeah. Lakers cool. too. Yeah, yeah. Lakers yeah too. I think Lakers. I think Lakers is a good conversation. I, I, for me personally, Barrett, I'd put them number two or I'd have that conversation. It's Yankees though. because Steelers, I think, would be in the conversation. They had a Celtics like, yeah. too from, yeah, not too yeah, bad. Yeah, Celtics. Yep. Russell Celtics and then Bird and everything. Yeah, you're right. All right, speaking of Bird, how awful is that Bird commercial with everybody? These Capital One commercials. All right, now all right, now that reminded me. <laughs> Harry scolded me because we missed the Lily thing yesterday. I don't I, even know what the hell happened with I Lily. I did not scold you. We're going to do that coming up on the stream next. It's the middlephillyvoice.com slash the middle in sports map radio. Football in Philadelphia is a lifestyle, a passion from birth, and a personal responsibility to know the game. Boo when necessary. And think about every second of every minute of every hour of every day. Birds 365 was created for you. Jody Mack, the legendary sports talker, joins forces with NFL insider John McMullen. Birds 365. Start your morning with Johnny Mac and Jody Mac across the Jacob Media Network. Watch it live on YouTube. Looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. 
On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following and stand out amongst your friends by downloading Book It Sports today on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. Well, I got to talk about a Dory Jackson, too. Uh, I stand corrected, by the way. Steph Curry is out. He is? Yeah, he is tonight. No pick and roll? Tonight. Nah, no. Well, it's going to be run by not. It's probably going to look like Abilene Christian. I wonder if our old boss is going to be in the house tonight. Burn. No stuff. Taking pictures with Brian Seltzer. Remember uh, last year? I think he did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm out. Steph's out. I'm out. I'm out. All right, do you, why don't you start now in the stream with Lily, and then we'll move back All into right. the show. Well, this came out yesterday. You know, we, we got back from a Monday of a weekend of college basketball, and I noticed a lot of social media noise uh, about Sister Jean getting a lot of flack. People are tired of Sister Jean, and we talked about that yesterday. And I raised the point, who got more shade over the weekend, Sister Jean or AT&T Lily? Because I noticed a lot of people complaining about all the AT&T commercials because they're the lead sponsor of the NCAA tournament on television and Lily's in every spot. And some of the spots are kind of, they're kind of bad, but I, every commercial has been bad, Harry, the capital one commercials are like getting teeth pulled without Novocaine. Okay. Okay. But I mean, how can people be upset with AT&T Lily? Kevin Cooney tweeted. I, I tweeted him over the weekend. Oh, we can't. Yeah. Kevin Golding. He goes, what will Nobody's I get doing it better first? Nobody. Lily from AT&T or Scoop, there it is. And I said, though she'd tire me out, I could never grow tired of Lily from AT&T. I mean, this chick, have you researched this girl? Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, she's, she is she looks fantastic on the, on the white carpet, the red yes. carpet, whatever color the carpet is. Uh, I'll say this, though. I, I still laugh every single time. In fact, I got caught. My I was outside watching one of the games, and I got caught rewinding a couple of times over and over again. My wife, why do you keep rewinding that commercial? Because I, I still like a kid laugh at Scoop. There it is. I do too. So I will never grow tired of that. <laughs> just the looks like the faces of the various people. I just laugh. You know, Her mine name is, is like, Melania you know mine. Weintraub. Yes, yes. I've done. I've done a deep dive into Melania Weintraub. Pregnant hair. Oh yeah. So somebody else did. I had nothing to do with it. Somebody (laughs) did a better dive. (laughs) Yeah. You guys know my favorite, man. Um, Well, yeah. No no fussing. (laughs) But the look, the the dude in, in, uh, what's what's the name of the the group? Scoop, there it is. What what is it? Oh, uh, man. Yeah, Yeah, she's not Russian. She's from Uzbekistan. She's she's gorgeous. But the dude that wears the hat has a look on his face that makes me laugh every time I see him smiling. (laughs) Fucking hat, yeah. Yes. The dude dude when he starts this. this, this, Oh, yeah, that's good, too. Because the dad, look, I've I've broken this commercial down. You can see Lily if you're watching right now on phillyvoice.com slash the middle. Yes, Lily. I don't know how you could have a problem with tag team or how you could have a problem with Lily. Right. I, I get how you could have a problem with the Capital One commercials and all the other ones that are just over the head. But 
uh, tag team. That's what it was. I'm sorry. I got distracted Jeez. by Lily. <laughs> I, I love how the dad doesn't recognize it at first. And then once you hear scoop, there it is. He looks up and he gives like one of these like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he starts getting into yes, it. Yes. Oh, oh yeah. That song. Commercial town. And then it hits back. But he's doing that dance, man. I'm, I'm like, I'm done after that. Oh, yeah. no. Now, I do have one problem with that group or that that company is that they're recycling this Dikembe Mutombo commercial. Yes. It's oh, yeah. Non-stop. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Do that again. Somebody do not get come in my area. <laughs> so bad. You sound like a combination of Cookie like Monster. an Uzbekistan-born Dikembe Mutombo. Like, yeah. Do that again. <laughs> I'm again. from Cameroon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. I've never off. tried to do him before. That was the first I know. Time it's, it's, it. it's right there, though. I think you just need a little more time because you're good I at gotta, it. I got to do like a side-by-side -side comparison. You're distracted right now. That's what it is. Back at 30. Looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following and stand out amongst your friends by downloading Book It Sports today on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. Uh, I got to take Lily down. This is going to be a problem for the rest of yeah. the show. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> now, are you ready to go? You want to do uh, PGF today, 1240? Yes, sir. Uh, I need to send him the invite. I forgot. Sorry about that. All right. I, don't you, you dare. I just watched the Kembe <laughs> in a commercial. Can you do one? Don't you dare. <laughs> like he's like <laughs> throwing stuff at somebody. Okay. Now I you're off with because he does have a higher tone as he ends at times. Yeah. I was so a little think, too deep initially. Yeah. No, no, no. I think you're, I think you're right. I think he starts deep and then starts to go higher in his tones. Yeah. Uh, I'll right? have to watch a couple of his a couple of his interviews and I'll get him down. All right, I it just it won't take long. The invite, Harry. I just switched my uh, cell phone provider to AT and T, by the way, because a little. Did you? <laughs> oh you my go. god! Yes. Unreal. Oh uh, yeah, I've been uh, I've been on to that for years. Yeah. Harry, Harry's a charter club member. Yeah, and I mean, they, you know, they they make her look kind of you know plain Jane plain. As, as possible, which is even better. Yeah, because that's just like an act. She's all buttoned up. Yeah, it's like yeah. the schoolgirl uh, outfit. Who said that? Button it up. Was that Tighten me? it up. No, that was me. Oh, yeah, that was Harry, me. Yeah. Yeah. I thought somebody said button Tighten it up. up. Somebody might have said that, too, but it wasn't that me. Mike? Button it up. Yeah, <laughs> it might have been. <laughs> uh, Mike's was cut the freaking thing already. <laughs> About the cord. What are you, cut your meat? Why are you playing with your meat? Beautiful. You're pounding your meat. <laughs> <laughs> What is going on? How about when he said, I like a nice, tight, muscular ass? Oh, yeah, that was great. That was fantastic. Oh, geez. All right, here, let's see what. Oh, we're man. Mountain Mahas. So you see, how like had a little bit of a of an ending, like a higher ending. No, no, no. No, no, no. Not today. <laughs> See, not today. Like it ends a little, like it's almost got a little French to it, right? Yes. Not today. Yes. <laughs> not today. <laughs> not today. <laughs> 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 Mike, 
My favorite hockey player is I think he does be Jimmy, how happy are you? It's awesome. We don't need Jimmy. <laughs> I like the French connection line. We <laughs> <Shut laughs> monsieur. I'm telling you, man. There's something with that. Oh my God! Uh, no, right. Mike, Ash on the on the thing goes. What about Mikey misses dry heaves? Remember he puked in the studio? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What happened? Uh, I go, I'm on there when he's doing it. But they got some dry heaves, and he, and he kind of puked. And I go, I hit the Andy redrop. Can I get some water? Yeah. <laughs> I'm hitting drops while he's like, yeah, he's collapsing. struggling in there. Yeah, I'm hitting struggling. drops. Struggling. Going, going what? <laughs> yeah. Hello. <laughs> I didn't know what to do. Yeah, you didn't throw him a lifeline. You just yeah. like buried him. They had to disinfect uh, yeah. the studio, Harry. So yeah. I did the six o'clock hour with the camera in the studio. Uh huh. Because they had to like remove the carpet tiles and stuff. And we were both in the same room. And, and Joe yells. He doesn't uh-huh. let the microphone do the work. Right. He is screaming. Coming up. You know, the whole thing. Yeah, 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 I'm yeah, like, yeah. oh my God, this guy. <laughs> I had to take my headphones off, put earplugs in. But I was at an ACDC concert in the third row. So it's a shame because it'll never happen, but we'd have to get clips. We'd have to go to our sources and and do the battling clips because we, I don't even know if that clip is still in the system, Jay, the dry heaves, but you would have Mike's dry heaves versus Seltzer on the other show now has a clip of the camera who was crying on the air. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Have you heard that? No. Yeah. I, yeah. Not heard. I gotta get like that. legit crying. Yes. Like legit crying. About and what? Yeah, I don't know, but I thought it was about something serious, but they keep playing it over. And now Johnny has it in the afternoon. Oh, so of course. Crazy every time. The oh, that's awesome. That's great. Well, there was one time there was a guy, Jesus, on the line, and the camera took the call. Let's yeah. go to Jesus on Jesus. line three. Yeah. Jesus, you're on the fanatic. Yeah. Jesus. He's like, well, I guess you got. Uh, Adam goes, Jason, I was at Parks many years ago when Mike went and hid in the back and you stayed in the restaurant. Yeah, Mike freaked out over the lighting at Parks one time, right when I first started working with him, and he walked off the show, and he totally sandbagged me. He's like, oh, what do you think, Martinez? And just kept doing it. And I said, finally, I said, I think we should go to break. <laughs> so we went to break. And I he, remember. I was listening when that happened. He walked off. Yeah. And finally, I f- and we're like go- playing extra commercials. I can't find the dude. Finally, I found him. I said, you're going to sit over there. You're going to do the show. I said, and you're, and then after the show, I called him and I had Adam. I'm like, dude, you will never frag me like that. Like, I didn't do anything wrong. You didn't like the lighting. He was just in a mood, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, yeah, you, you end the- up bringing a light the next time because it was a yeah. recurring remote. And I think you brought a light with you. Yeah. Like, Grussman went and bought like a halogen, a halogen bulb. Yeah. Right. Like a, like a floodlight. Halogen. And what, what does the light have to do with a radio show? Uh, I, I was no messing idea. with his eyes. I don't know. He was just in a mood that day. Walked off because uh, because the phones didn't work. <laughs> and like, and, and, and taking, I said to him, I said, a Yankee show today. You're not taking phone calls. It was it was literally in the first month I'm with him. I'm like, dude, I don't know if I don't know if you think I'm John Marks or Sean Brace, but I'm not. I'll walk out. <laughs> like I don't give a damn. This is a Gal Media. Oh my goodness, man. This city, man. This city. And you, my friend, are caught in the middle. The middle starts now. This is the camera of Chinese Sports restaurant. Map Radio <laughs> Network. Presented by Rocket yeah. Mortgage. Homelungs that was hilarious. Rocket Gotta bring that back. Live from the O'Reilly Park Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. We have confirmation that the Philly Godfather, the PGF, this is the first time that he's been on in a little bit, right? 
Uh, yeah, long time. Yeah, he's going to join us at 1240 Eastern. We'll work in reverse as Jason Martinez in the house with us on a Tuesday, Tuesdays, Thursdays. What we up? have fake news with Ron Culver in about 20 minutes where we also have to bring up what happened at the end of the show yesterday because Jason wasn't here for that ahead of time. And then also before that, I have a question that everybody can answer and it doesn't matter how deep you are in the world of sports betting versus maybe you're just a sports fan but i have a question that needs to be answered coming up in fact i'll do that right now all right i'm curious you've seen prop swap right they're part of our show part of the jacob media network and essentially and harry you know of course where you can basically this is a place where you can sell a ticket you right. can sell a futures ticket and I am currently, I got in on an app, Fox Bet here in PA, where there was a boost way back in the beginning of the season for Gonzaga. And that was at plus 1,200. So my ticket returns, it's 41.67 to return a, a total of 541.71. Mm -hmm. A, should I sell it? And B, in your opinion, anybody's opinion, if I were to sell the ticket, what would be the minimum you would sell this for? I'm not selling it. What are you in it for? Would you? How $41. much? $41.67 at plus 1,200 nets me $541.71. I'm, I'm holding it. Yeah, hold it. Just See, I, think, I, I think selling your ticket kind of ruins the, the risk reward. I know it's a financial decision, but... To me, when you make the bet, you 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 stay with the bet. Well, we also, uh, you know, Barrett isn't just a former football player. Barrett is a pretty successful businessman. Are you you going to cut your losses? That's see, that's it's tough, Gonzaga, man. Gonzaga Barrett. It's Gonzaga. I'm saying Gonzaga's like you know number one, number two. You know, I mean, you know them and Baylor. I, I would keep it. All right. We'll All right. Yeah, I would too. All I would right. too. Well, we got a lot going on this hour. Per the risk. A couple. It's the middle. I hate risk. I like that game, though. <laughs> Football in Philadelphia is a lifestyle, a passion from birth, and a personal responsibility to know the game. Boo when necessary. And think about every second of every minute of every hour of every day birds 365 was created for you jody mack the legendary sports talker joins forces with nfl insider john mcmullen birds 365 start your morning with johnny mack and jody mack across the jacob media network watch it live on youtube Yeah, I mean, the, the futures for Gonzaga right now, I, I, you probably can't even get positive money, right? No. No. I Not right now. What, what is it? What is it now? Uh, I'll tell you right now. Gonzaga. All right. Well, look, I mean, look at the difference. Gonzaga's plus 155 right now to win it all. Baylor at three. Michigan's right. 650. And then you have Houston and Loyola, Chicago. Look at this. Loyola Chicago in this wacky, crazy year is plus 900 to win it all, right? Which is insane value for Loyola Chicago in the first place. Why not take them and then just wait until they're losing at the half and then hedge the hell out of it? Florida State at plus 1,400? That's not terrible. 
Gonzaga now, Harry, I don't know if you caught that as plus 155. And you have them at what? 1,200. Wow. Yeah. 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 You got a hold. You got a high price ticket there, brother. Because it's not, have they given you any reason for pause the way they've played? Yeah, that's what no, I'm thinking. This tournament, I, I can see two things. But sorry. they're head and shoulders, Aton. You're right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Like, 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 really so I think they're better. Yeah. I think they're better than Baylor. Yeah, you may have a right nice now. payday. What do you think I could get for that? Uh, let's look at this here. Well, what put it think? on there. You can, can't you see that? No. Or does it go to auction? I think, yeah, I think it's like eBay where it's like, once you put it in motion, they take over and sell it for you. Yeah, it's, it's already uh, done. Right. So you can't pull it. What? So if you win that, what? How much do you win? I basically win five hundred dollars. Yeah, I win five forty-one dollar bet. Hang on. Five hundred dollars and ten cents. That's that's my net. That's what I take home after the bet gets paid back. Is five hundred dollars. All right. What's their? I know they got Creighton next, and they're like fourteen point favorites. Who do they have after that? Yeah, where's their bracket go? Where could that. the trip up be? Well, you get well, look. Let's start in reverse. The trip up could easily be Baylor in the championship game. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, you're getting to the yeah, championship. But I have to find if I get there. What about what then? about between then? That's fair. Well, they got, they're playing Oregon State. I mean, uh, Oregon State, right? No, they uh, play Creighton. They play they play Creighton now, and they'll play the winner. Okay, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. They'll play the winner of UFC Oregon. Oh, okay. If you, if you, that could if they be the get trip it, up right there. USC, Oregon. USC. Yeah. If they get to the final against Here's Baylor, then hedge it with Baylor. Hold on, hold on. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right, so we'll talk about some other things before fake news. Really, the big thing is the, another signing by a team that's just north of us, and this one is the last real big name, if you want to talk about a guy's kind of straddling Tier 1, Tier 2 in free agency and cornerback Adoree Jackson. We talked with Adoree Jackson on this very network. Did we not? Yes, we did. Yes, we did. We did. Around Super Bowl time. Yes, we did. During the Super Bowl, we had yeah. Adoree on. So we now, did? yes, yeah, we was, did. Yeah. I think he you was telling us about, yeah. He was telling us about, um, about, you know, everything that was going on in his life as far as, um, you know, um, what was it? What was it about? Um, well, he's you down know, quarantining, you yeah. know, quarantine and all that stuff, you know. So, well, he got paid. He, he they overpaid for him. Oh, there's no question about Which that. You have to do him. in free agency. They didn't well, let him. The get, they didn't let him out of the building. They didn't let him get him to Philly. Right. Which you know, I I wonder if we can still use the phrase. I'm not trying to cancel the term, but I wonder if we can still have it in, vo in our vocabulary. But start to remove the idea of overpaying for free agents in really any sport, because you're right, Harry, on the surface where they paid probably more money than a Dory Jackson would get if it was just an equal market. But at the same time, every team that pays more is only doing that to secure like Dak Prescott. All these guys are getting paid just to secure their services. And I feel like that's now just an added price. It's almost yeah. like something on the bill where it's just gratuity. It's yeah. a built twenty percent in. included. <laughs> but I mean, parties based, over eight. <laughs> based on his production, he. I mean, you know, he's a good player. But I think that like they they obviously were in a need, yeah. and they were like, hey, if we let him out of here, Philly might come up with a deal where he stays with it. We, like we just gotta get we we gotta maintain the, this guy in our building. We're not gonna let him leave. Well, that's only because the nature of this. This division is no longer going to be the walk, you know, the 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 the, the walking um, pathway for for teams going to the um, the championship. I mean, this division is getting better and better. If you yeah. look at it, 
They signed Kyle it Rudolph. had to. It couldn't yeah. get much worse. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, they now have Kyle Rudolph in the building. Yeah. That well, was now they have an intermediate too. threat. They have a deep threat. They have, I mean, they have handled all three levels of their passing game. Yeah, on now, now Ross Ross has yet to do anything in the end. He's been nothing but a disappointment, been hurt. But if he can stay healthy and give them that speed, him and Galladay and Rudolph, that's a hell oh of a ball. That's I mean, agency. But but you can't and you can't you you cannot take that defender out of the box mm-hmm. because they have their running back. And now. then they got Saquon, yeah, Saquon and is the back quarterback the can run, yeah. right? So yeah. you have to keep it's that eighth defender in the box, which opens up everywhere else. The yeah. NFC East right now, outside of one team, and I'll explain why I, I say this. Has, yes, has stability at the quarterback position, or 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 understands that this is it. Meaning yep. that Washington and Dallas have secured stability, even if it's short term, have secured stability at that that position. And really, the Giants are in a make or break season with Jones right now. They don't have to move on with Jones following this year where they can move and maneuver and get around that. And I don't think that they put so much talent around him where it's kind of like now sink or swim. And the point is it's not anti Jalen Hurts, fellas. It's just Jalen Hurts did not have a rookie season last year. That was not a rookie quarterback who came in and played as a rookie. That was a guy who was grown and born through dysfunction around him in that organization. You're well, right. First, you're right. And, and first, right. as a gadget guy. So, yes. Yep, you know. Yep. Yeah. Mistakenly. Yeah. So, so, so when you look at this organization at this point, they they are probably the worst team in the NFC if you really look at it, because all the confusion that's going on. The NFC. Um, in new the coaching in the conference. Yes, in the conference. Period. Wow. Okay. In the conference. Tell okay. me one team that's worse than worst off than the Eagles right now. Detroit. No, Detroit. They're going to be a lot better. Well, you like the coach that they got up there. You like yeah, the, yeah. what he's going to Campbell's going to get those guys going. <laughs> yeah, he, he, Dan's going to get them guys going. Deuce is there also. They're going to they're going to get them guys going. But I mean, hold I, on, I can't hold see on. we have time to explore this because you might be right. Like what you, other team besides really? Atlanta? Okay, Atlanta is going to get better. We assume if they have a quarterback. I mean, Atlanta's been pretty bad, dysfunctional. Yeah. What about Matt Rule? I mean. They're Still not doesn't have a quarterback, right? Yes, they're not yeah. functional like the Eagles are, Barrett. But they're not good on the field. They're young too. Yeah, well, the dysfunction of Nobody not knowing what this—they don't know what this coaching staff is even going to be. They don't have a Julio Jones to bail them out. You know what, guys? He's right. Uh, I'm actually well, no, that, it's the hurts factor point. too. Like you have no idea what this guy's going to no, be. Exactly. None. The Eagles are the and, worst team coming into this year in the National Football Conference. Coming into this year. Now there are arguments with Detroit, and I think you can argue Atlanta, and we'll see what Carolina is. But the Eagles aren't doing no favors to themselves by sheer distance. They're worse than the Jets. And Shan, look at Shan. Look at the defense. Wow. We're not. We're just looking at off the side of the ball. Wow. Defensively, what do we bring to the table? We don't have linebackers. We right. don't have DBs. I mean, are you, you got an really aging? Thinking? You got an aging line now, right? Yeah, so, I'm not. Everybody's looking at the offensive side. I'm talking about defensively. We have the worst wow. defense in the conference. Period. No Ertz. Period. I was ready to be like, "Come on, man!" But you, you know what? You, you're, you're really, you're actually right here. That's pretty scary. There's only a it's couple of teams scary. in the NFC that have war- higher odds to to win the Super Bowl. In the futures line, Atlanta is 6,600. The Eagles are plus 5,000. The Giants are 6,600. 
Washington is 6,600, mm-hmm. which I'm surprised about. Washington right. is, is higher than the Eagles. Yeah, they have longer odds. That has nothing to do with anything but the name. The name brand yeah. of the Eagles is, is, is showing through right now. Yeah. Because on paper, I mean, look at the defense that the Washington football team has. Yeah. That could carry that offense. They now have a quarterback that's not going to lose the game for you. Yeah, He's going to manage the game for you. Yep, it's true. He can still throw a pick, though. The, the, <laughs> the, the timely interception will still be part of Beardo's resume. Absolutely. Trust me. That's that's fair. That's <laughs> really? fair. The pick, I'll give that to you. Yeah. yeah. Pick, all right. Real quick, before we bring this up on how things ended the show yesterday with Ron Culver, and it's a nice precursor into fake news. Harry, you actually found an area that you think it might be worth to sell this ticket ahead of time. Is that right? Did I get that? Did I gather that from who Gonzaga's matchup is coming up next? Well, then after they get by Creighton, the Oregon-USC winner could be a trip up. That That's, mm. I mean, that's... USC more so, Harry, right? Well, yeah. Oregon looked pretty damn good. Both of them looked really good. Tell you For a team that didn't play, Oregon looked yeah. good. Yeah. So but I'd, I'd hold it. I would take it. I would I'd take it all the way to the bank. Yeah. They're going to win it. This would I'll buy it off you right now, Aton, for 42 bucks. <laughs> Let me see. Let me see what else I no. can get. I, I ask Mr. Predicto if you should sell it. Yeah, ask Predicto. Should He's I sell the ticket? Yeah. Yeah, to me for 42 bones. Here's I'll, Ven- I'll Venmo you. Does this thing have any credibility <laughs> left? Ven- I'm yes, creating it, a new one yesterday. Called Venmo. Venmo. Yeah, Venmo. <laughs> yeah, it won yesterday. I'm uh, sure there have been conversations about that with with some app provider. The Cajo right. and the Venmo. <laughs> oh, hey, guys. <laughs> the answer is yes. Wow. Mr. He wants Perdicto. me to sell the ticket. Get yeah. this thing out of here. <laughs> you just ruined a good. You probably broke it. What are you, my son? I got another one. I bought another one just in case I break one. Hey, yo, look at this one. though, man. Hey, did you hear that? Did you hear what Pitts ran at at the um at his workout? What the Florida Pro Day? Kyle yeah. Pitts. Yes, no. Yeah. Kyle, four did one? you hear what he ran? No. A four four forty. Oh my god. Six foot six. Six six. Jesus. Two hundred thirty. Two hundred forty. Forty. Yeah. How can you get those legs moving that quick <laughs> at that weight and height? Jesus, <laughs> that's ridiculous. He's well, a jetpack on his rear end. Eagles four, might have to. Four. Eagles have to move up to get him. Man, suck it up, bro. Dude, I mean that's that's nitrous that's, oxide, man. Right, that's faster than, than Tony Gonzalez. Yeah, I, I I wouldn't hate it a shred. I know people in our city would turn this into some sort wow. of bad situation here, but if the I don't care who you are, I don't think anybody, even the Patriots, I don't think should turn down the idea of drafting Kyle Pitts in the first round, and they just paid big money for two tight ends. Yeah, this kid yep. is a monster, and he doesn't just Freak. play tight end, right? He can play receiver. He's a wide receiver disguised there. as a tight end. The yeah, athleticism of a wide receiver in the body of a tight end. It's a, exactly. a massive so, weapon. He probably has a better arm than Taysom Hill. Well, two years ago, I did the – um yeah, right. I, two years ago, I did the um the uh, the Senior ACC Bowl? championship oh, game. Okay. And when I interviewed him, he, he went to Florida as a wide receiver. Mm-hmm. And it's not like he ate his way out of the position – he developed his way out of position by lifting and 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 just becoming a serious workaholic in the in the, in the um in the weight room. So he grew into his frame. He grew into it. So usually when you say a hybrid tight end, it's a guy that can play tight end, fullback, 
maybe get in and uh and, and play a little wing or put him in a slot. This kid can go anywhere. It's ridiculous. Anywhere. It's almost as ridiculous as Ron Culver trying to pass a real story off as fake yesterday, in which <laughs> the lawyer allegedly had a World War II Sherman-era tank oh, yeah. outside of his house for an entire year. And the stream, as well as the show, after exploring that, turned around and called fake news on Ron Culver. Now, is, <laughs> is that accurate? Did Ron, in fact, make He's not listening story? to the show today. Uh, I, that was Photoshop. Prepping fake news. Right. Yeah, <laughs> trust me, he's not prepping it. But go ahead, Ron. What say you in this allegation here? That I faked that story? Yes, I didn't even come up with that story. Well, I was told by that. I was told by one of our producers who was sitting in here listening to the last hour of the show. Uh, and he said, "Yeah, didn't you? That's the same guy who had a tank parked outside his house." So I googled it. Google it yourself, you guys. You can see the story is real. Well, who is the producer? Can we can we trace Sean this back? Sean Mapes, Mapes, who's lived in Houston all yeah. his it life. It says Mapes. <laughs> well, Sean, Sean's been a producer on the network for a little bit. I've worked with Sean plenty. Sure. Of he actually yeah. fills in Who haven't you a lot when, when Ron's out. Right. He is the main guy we go to because Sean's a really good producer. So did he make it up? Like, was this no. one of these things where, you know, that that old thing of is it me or does it smell like up dog in here? And then Jason says, what's up dog? And I say, nothing much. What's up with you? Is that one of these bad jokes? Virginia Queens, the Office. Oh, jeez. I mean, you went a long way for that. Wow, that yeah, was that's a dad joke. That was really bad. You're really you really have a kid yet. You're making dad dad jokes. <laughs> What's a dad I, joke? I we all know what up dog is. Well, I didn't say it like dog. really. I just used it as an example of something Listen, stupid that Sean if, Mapes would say. If this makes I didn't you feel tell that better, joke. It, if this story is fake, all right, I'm going to tell you, I'm just going to read off some of the publications that have carried it. Texas Monthly, KHOU, which is a local TV station here, uh, CBS, Popular Mechanics has carried the story. Of okay, the now you got some there. If Popular Mechanics Oh, did boy, that, now Barrett's in. I'm in now. I'm, 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 I'm all the <laughs> way in now. And it was funny. They just say Texas man parks Sherman Tank in front, but it's Tony Busby, the lawyer of uh, all these women. All the Deshaun Watson accusers. Yeah. Wow. He bought a fully functioned M4 Sherman tank overseas, had it delivered to his house, and it sat outside his house for uh, at least six months, almost up to a year. All right. And this is what we brought up. If, in fact, this story is true, wow. Jason, before we break, this is why I connected it back to the whole lawsuits, is there is a beef between two neighbors where one guy had the audacity to park a tank outside of his house Barrett has beef with people for parking a Mercedes that has a tarp covering half of it. Can you imagine yeah. the level of beef with the tank? The tank's cool. I, I'd, be, I'd feel very protected if the tank was there. Picture, the one thing you need to picture is picture the most upscale neighborhood in Philadelphia. All right. Yeah. Somewhere off the main line. And there, you know, you're driving through. Maybe you're a realtor trying to show a house. Maybe you're trying to sell a house across the street and out. You have to drive around the tank to show them this house. Because it's literally parked on the street. Yeah, that would feel like a, a malicious living next door. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, there was one sold on eBay a couple years ago for 195000 in complete working order. 1943 Sherman Tank M4A1. Wow. Wait, man, that was the one that Busby got. I will take a yes. quick one. Fake news next. It's the Beautiful middle. Beautiful tank. Um, slash the middle in sports map radio.
football in Philadelphia is a lifestyle, a passion from birth, and a personal responsibility to know the game. Boo when necessary. And think about every second of every minute of every hour of every day. Birds 365 was created for you. Jody Mack, the legendary sports talker, joins forces with NFL insider John McMullen. Birds 365. Start your morning with Johnny Mack and Jody Mack across the Jacob Media Network. Watch it live on YouTube. What we feel makes our firm different from others is the fact that we um, take our lifelong uh, personal approach and experience uh, and apply that in dealing with any client. We don't view a client as a number or another case. We view them as a human being and a person, a person who faces challenges that they never anticipated or they wouldn't be here. They wouldn't seek us out for help. And we put that personal approach um, to the forefront to make sure. Looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following and stand out amongst your friends by downloading Book It Sports today on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on book. The, the, the middle. I got to be honest with you. If I know you and you ate 75 hot dogs, I don't want anything to do with you. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not associating with you. Like, stay the hell away from me. Honestly. Physically, on Twitter, yeah. everything. In fact, anybody that eats a, a hot dog and soaks the bun in water to make it go down, lose my number. That's what they do, huh? Yeah, it's disgusting. Lubricate the hot dog. The Middle with Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. I love that that promo, by the way. Football in Philadelphia is a way of life. Yeah. Come connect. We got this audio here. Keep in mind, you've already done your civic duty by donating millions in cars and cash to charity. Let's try buying a kick-ass tank. River Oaks attorney Tony (laughs) Busby did just that. We'll come back to this. You're listening to The Middle on the SportsMap Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Jason Martinez in the house. Tuesday also means Ron Culver has fake news, and we'll play this audio of the Sherman Tank at some point. We have the Philly Godfather joining us at 1240 Eastern. That's 10 minutes from now, so... Let's get into it. Three stories. One of them is fake. The other is real. What do you got, Rob? Uh, well, I'm, you know, the tank I've proven to be real. So you guys know I tell the truth. 
at times. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Penguin yeah, AZ on, on the stream says that Harry's mic had a higher shipping cost than that Sherman tank. <laughs> 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 that is a, that's a clapper there. Yeah. All right, Ron. What is going on? Just fixing my camera. <laughs> he, just, he just likes to leave from time to time. Never mind him. No worry about being on air. You can do that during the break, right? Yeah, right. A Tennessee man just might be one of the luckiest people around. He won a million dollars, ended up losing his ticket and finding it later in a parking lot of an auto parts store. So he dropped the ticket and so found the ticket? A lottery ticket yeah. lost and found by the same guy. Remember yep. when we were at the racetrack, Eric, wow. down in South Philly, and I had that winning ticket I wanted to cash in and I couldn't find it? Yes. It was driving me nuts for like, yeah. that was no million dollars. No. But I, but the agony that I went through on just that ticket yeah. alone, I can't, a million dollars? Yeah. One million? Oh. Bro, I did an event one time at a, at, a, um, at a photography studio. I did an event there, signed autographs and signed you know pictures. And I ended up driving away. And I drive, it took me like, first of all, 45 minutes to get there, but I'm driving 45 minutes back and I don't have the money. I turned around and drove 45 minutes back and right where my truck, where I pulled off, is an envelope full of money. Get out of here. right there. <laughs> Nobody picked it up. It was they right there. They paid you in cash. In yep. cash. Oh, dude. Oh, he was a cash on site guy. <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> that's when you got a shady client. was this? What kind yep. of photography was this? It was a photography studio, and I drove 45 minutes back, and I'm like, oh, I can't find it. And I go drive all the way back, and it's sitting right there, envelope sitting right there on yeah. the curb. Wow. You know, it was, it was crazy. Straight that's cash, a no paperwork, no 1099. Right. That only you play, Jason. Story two. Story number two, anti-vaxxers are going to be taking their fight to Krispy Kreme since Krispy Kreme announced that they will give away free donuts for everyone who has a vaccination card. That story is true. It's true. Have you heard it? It's true. And you're going to be vaccinated and then you're going to either die of diabetes or heart disease. (laughs) If you don't have a comorbidity, you will after. One of the dumbest things I've ever heard. Here's another thing, too. That's why it's got to be true. Here's the thing, too. People people like to say on social media how much of a stance they take on fill in the blank company while pulling up to the drive through and ordering everything. And I hey, who doesn't like Chick-fil-A? Right. Right. But that that's Me, the biggest point, right. Well, a lot of people do. And, yeah. and that's the thing is, and, and look, that doesn't mean that somebody can not stand up for the rights of principles, but I, I just like, I, this is another thing where it's going to be a back and forth battleground on social media. Meanwhile, everybody, no matter who's fighting that fight on Twitter is going to be driving up and ordering the same crap anyway. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> chicken nuggets that are really nuggets. Or chicken. <laughs> <All> that. Yes. <laughs> if you ask people to do something for something free. Uh, they will pay money to do one thing to get one thing for free because right. they feel like they're getting something for free. Right, I right. wouldn't get one free. All right. All right, Ron. And finally, story number three. Quavo is having the car dealership take back to Bentley. He had gifted his girlfriend for Christmas since they broke up last week. Quavo. 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 Yeah. Sorry. Not Jose Quervo. No. no. Who's Quavo? Is he uh Yeah, he's from a uh, Stinger? Well, yeah. He's from Bad and Bougie. Bad and Bougie, huh? dude. What? Quavo. Well, he started on Migos, did he not? Migos, yes. Migos. Oh, yeah, okay. Migos. I know yeah, Migos. Migos, yeah. Okay. There was something else before that, though. What were they before that? Out of bougie. So he's from Atlanta. 
Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's 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 throw. It's kit music. That's fine. Nothing wrong with trap that. rap, isn't it? Isn't no, that what they call it's, it? it's kitty stuff. It's it's uh, like you know, for for it's like for beginners. It's in between. It's diet rap. It's somewhere in Disney and Eminem. All right. Mm. It's it's, a, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's like it's like rap one hundred and one. If you if you want to be brought into it, right? Dude, yeah. The gap yeah. between well, Disney and Eminem is like the Grand Canyon. Wasn't Step It Up, Take a Risk, Migos, Aton from our other show? Yes, yeah. it is. Is yeah. it all the rap but none of the guilt? Yeah, I, I, yeah, it's, it's fat free. I'll give you that. It's fat free. All right, fat free a, rap. We only have about two minutes here, so what's? Let's go through this. Yeah, three. Three's believable. It's so specific, and I think uh, you want me to recap story. Yeah. Story two is my story number one. Uh, a Tennessee man uh, might be the luckiest person in the world. Found one million dollars, lost the ticket, then went back and found it in an auto parts uh, parking lot. Story number two, anti-vaxxers are organizing and taking their fight to Krispy Kreme donuts in an effort to stop their promotion of free donuts just for showing a vaccine card. And story number three, Quavo is having the car dealership take back the Bentley he had gifted his girlfriend for for Christmas since they broke up last week. What third thing, like, uh, you know, it's it's a girlfriend. I'm I'm getting my stuff back if it's a girlfriend. Yeah, Yeah. it's an easy story for us to not know that Ron could slide in as a real one because he's banking that the four of us aren't listening to Migos. Yeah. So that's what I'm going. I'm going number one simply because I'm not going to lose a million dollar ticket. Yeah, you, no, lost your, you lost your envelope leaving an appearance, right. so I buy it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say number one's fake. I go two. I'm going to say number three's fake because anybody who has this, the Schadol to buy his girlfriend a Bentley is not going to return it because it looks like it's bad form. All right. Well, we've got about and 20 logic. seconds. Barrett? One. All right. Harry, Barrett, one. I'm on two. Jason, three. Ron? Aton must have been using Mr. Predicto today. Yeah, you're right. Now, the Krispy Kreme, you can get a free Krispy Kreme donut for showing your vaccine card. I have no idea if anti-vaxxers are going to be organizing and taking their fight against. Oh, so it's real, but it's not. It it, it was a true story. Looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community. Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following and stand out amongst your friends by downloading Book It Sports today on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. All right, here we go. Let's listen to this real quick. Oh my God! Look at that. You think that's the first time a tank there been in River Oaks? That is sweet. It's been a year-long process, and now this tank is on River Oaks Boulevard in front of your house. Uh, absolutely excited. Um, you know, it's it's a piece of history that 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 uh, liberated Paris, liberated Berlin. Uh, Travel down the streets of Paris, the streets of Berlin, and now here it is on River Oaks Boulevard. How can anyone not be excited about that? Can't put metal lugs on a city street. You got to keep the wood. You got to keep the wood underneath it. Okay. Correct. Why a tank? It's you know, as a child, you you played you played army. You had you know little Tonka tank, and you run over trucks and 
you know, I, I, I uh, when I found out it was coming up for auction, uh, I told one of my guys, let's get that tank. It'd be really cool out at my ranch to blow things up and run over things. And... <laughs> Will you really blow things oh, up? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Now, you're going to park this right out front. I'm going to park it right here. So what are your neighbors going to say, all these rich-ass people? Well, they, I'm sure they appreciate they, history like you and I look, do. They're going to kick you out like subsidized housing. Right, we'll see. We'll see. Oh, there you have it. Wow. And there we have it. Here's the Philly Godfather, of course, that Philly Godfather. Yo! We'll bring you back. What up? What up, yo? We're uh, we're back in about a minute on the air, on the radio at least. We're live on the stream, as you know, PGF. And, and that was the clip of the lawyer, Tony Busby, as you know, who's filed all these suits against Deshaun Watson. And everybody thought that he and Busby and the Houston owner, who they lived next to each other, were these great friends and there was some sabotage. Well, now it turns out that it may be the opposite that these two guys hate each other because one asshole has a tank outside of his house for an entire year. <laughs> he looks like a snake oil salesman also. Yeah, man. he does. He looks like a weasel. Shady, yeah. He's he looks shady. like the dude from Breaking Bad, Saul. They're <laughs> <laughs> I mean, called Saul. Like the, the guy on the news even said, are, are they gonna kick they're gonna kick you out like subsidized housing? So don't you think the Houston owner is like, get this guy out of here? Right. Yeah. So what's right. the deal? I mean, is it sabotage? What is it? What, what's going on? With, it's I, just the timing of it's kind of crazy. Well, think, think about, about it. it. Like, it, it, I think it just timed out where these guys, he finally figured out a way he can get back at the owner. All like, right. like, all right, screw you. You want me to move my tank? I'm coming after your quarterback. Yeah, I guess. They're human beings. Everything boils down to people being stupid, PGF. That's how you get caught. You know that. Yeah. People, you know, some people ain't the brightest. Just because they got money doesn't mean they're that bright. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. I ain't bright and got no money. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. And we're joined on Tuesdays, Thursdays, of course, Jason Ratita's in the house. And as promised, our good friend, you won't find anybody more in tune with the world of sports betting. You won't find anybody who just does the research like the Philly Godfather, to where you feel comfortable taking his advice. And we always talk about the free plays that you put out on Twitter, at Philly Godfather, to thephillygodfather.com, where you can have that and so much more. And we just we just love hanging out with you, PGF. So we appreciate you joining us. I know you have a show that you need to promote on here as well. You've got a lot of things going on. But first and foremost, I can speak for all four of us. We love you, and we thank you for your time today, bud. I love you guys too, man. Thank, thanks for having me on. You guys, one of guys got one of the best shows out there. I keep retweeting it. I love it. I watch it all the time. I uh, see Martinez is here. He's the man. Harry Mays. Everyone's on this show. This is uh, this is going forward. This is going to be one of the best shows out there. And I keep telling everyone, you got to watch it. PGF's Twitter with that free play is like an iceberg. Oh. It's just the tip. All the <laughs> other stuff is below the water that you don't see. That's where the gold is at. <laughs> you know what's right, nuts? You know what's nuts? I mean, I was killing it. Up until three days ago, and you know, we look at regressionary stats, we look at metrics, we look, you know, what throw all that stuff out the window. This has been one of the craziest March madnesses ever. Everyone's bracket is busted. So, as great as we were before three days ago, we've only been 17 and 16 uh, in the last three days. So, it's been nuts. So, you think it's more of a pandemic 
as opposed to you know anything that's going on right now. I mean, just did you just don't know the teams or haven't seen enough of the teams to really put an accurate that um you know illustration on what's going on in in college basketball, right? Ability, right? It, it's been tough because the West Coast is usually a bunch of soft teams, and this year they're killing it uh during March Madness. And a lot of it has been rebounding and the teams that don't turn the ball over. You look at the teams like Oregon State, one of the best teams in effective height ratio. Uh and they've been shooting lights out, and they're beat teams as 10-point underdogs, and it kind of boggles your mind. But you look at the Florida States, the USC's, the Oregon States, the size this year, you know, really does matter. Not, you know, <laughs> not to joke around, but it really does. The bigger teams can like microphone. <laughs> well, now that we're down to 16, uh, PGF, do you think more normalcy will come back into – uh, you know, the, the results here when you when you start looking at, at, at lines? I mean, you would think so. You think the, cry, the creep eventually rises to the top. But this has been one of the craziest March Madnesses ever. And a lot of these shooting teams are depending on the three-point line a ton, you know, with their point distribution, if they have an off-shooting night, they're finished. You know, so, I, I mean, anything can happen. But I think the better teams now, you know, the cream will rise to the top. Just a PGF, quick, real quick, quick PGF, yeah, no. when you look at Nova – um, you know, they come into this tournament and Jay's got so much experience. He doesn't have the horses he normally has. But when, when you look at Nova, do you think they can even take it a step further? I don't know, man. I mean, they lost. Maxed the heart out, right? Yeah, they, I, they beat Winthrop. They beat North Texas. Those teams, you know, weren't going to scare anyone uh, during the big dance. Now they got to play Baylor, who I mean, they're just so much more athletically gifted. And, and Nova depends. Another team depends uh, so many points from the three point line, even though Baylor does. But I just think the athleticism of Baylor uh, and the six-point spread just may not be enough here. Uh, you know, last last time out, Villanova shot 50% from the three-point line. Now you're playing a Baylor team that's one of the best teams uh, in the country in defense and defending the, the perimeter. It's going to be tough here. Jay Wright's a great coach, uh, and he kind of shifted things. I, I saw an interview uh, right before the tournament where he said now he devoted more time on the defensive side instead of the offensive side, and you've seen that. But now you're going up against one of the best defensive teams in the country. Baylor can shoot lights out. They had some COVID issues, you know, in the middle of the season. But now they're back fully healthy. And you saw what they did to the Wisconsin team. Even though they were undersized, the rebounding uh, uh, was almost even. And they beat that team by double digits, the much bigger team, Wisconsin. So this time out, I think Baylor might be just too much for them. I'm going to ask you a very hypothetical question here. Let's say you threw, I don't know, $41.67. Hypothetical, Uh, my (laughs) rear end. (laughs) Let's say way, way back. Now, look, if anybody can appreciate this, it's Mr. Philly Godfather who had tickets on every, the 50 to 1 ticket on the Bucks, and then the year before that, the Niners. The Niners. He hits on his head. futures. Yes, right, right, right. So I, I just ask you, as a hypothetical, let's say randomly you put $41.67 way, way, way back in the beginning of the year at plus 1,200 to essentially win 500 net on Gonzaga winning it all. I'm asking you, as somebody who doesn't have any vested interest in anything but who covers and who wins and who moves on, this is really just an end around about how much you trust Gonzaga to win this thing. I mean, I've talked about them all year. It's Gonzaga, then everyone else. Baylor was a close second. I love the, the team's point distribution. You know, they were averaging over 90 points a game, and 21, 22 of it was coming from the three-point line. Uh, there was some sharp money that took Gonzaga before the season started, way back uh, at 10-1. to 1. I actually doubled a little bit at 3-1. to 1. I thought that even offered some value. Their road to the Final Four, I think, was the easiest 
Uh, they're the most well-balanced team. And if they don't win it this year with the road that's, that they have, because usually they got one of the toughest roads to get there, I don't think they're ever going to win it. they got a great coach. Coaching is huge in the tournament. I think this this should be their year. Well, let's look at their next matchup uh, is Creighton. I, let's say they dispose of them, you know, double digits, which I think they will. Yeah. The next game would either be against Oregon or USC, and both of those squads have looked really good, even though Oregon has played one less game, but they, they, they drubbed Iowa. Um, could you see that being a problem for Gonzaga? Is that their main trip up to the finals? I think the trip up is going to be against USC, not Oregon as much. Uh, their effective height ratio. I think they're number two in the country. They got that kid Moby who's oh, a, he's who's tremendous. A he's a beast. They they shoot lights out. They play smart basketball. They don't turn the ball. They rebound over. the ball. They rebound. And you saw that, like I said earlier, the teams that have been winning the rebounding battle in the tournament have been winning these games. So that'll be their biggest uh, their biggest scare. I think they beat Oregon a lot easier. I think USC beats Oregon uh, next up. But uh, yeah, USC would be. It's going to be a battle, man. It's not going to be easy. Nope. But they're so well-bounced, and, and I just think it's Gonzaga than everyone else. So Aton should hold that ticket. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I just want to confirm A hypothetical ticket. Yeah, like, like, yeah. like, look, I mean, if I was asking a question specifically, uh, and this is the world, right? Like, if I was asking a question about stopping a puck with my left shoulder or holding a block on the end, we have two individuals I can go to here. We happen to have somebody who knows what to do with the futures ticket better than anybody in the world, Harry. You yeah, want right. me for that? No, no, I don't. But speaking okay. of futures, I would like to know if PGF has seen any football team in the last week or so in free agency do anything to alter his future outlook on things. And I, I know you were, I think you're high on WFT for next season, aren't you? I was. I was a little disappointing. They didn't get a quarterback. I mean, I, I was, you know, I got some people behind the scenes that were telling me they were going hard after a couple guys. Now, the one guy, you know, has some issues down there in Texas. Mm-hmm. And uh, Russell Wilson, I don't, he might not be going nowhere. So, uh, I mean, they got Fitz. They got one of the best defenses in the NFL. They're, they even got better. Uh, they're going to probably be ranked in the top five in every defensive metric next year, Washington. The Giants, however, I mean, they, they seem like they're picking up all the right pieces. Another year for Jones at quarterback. Uh, they're going to be dangerous. I think they're the, they're the two teams in the uh, NFC East. They're going to, you know, make some noise. Dallas with Dak, you don't know how he's going to come back, how soon he can get back to game speed. Uh, you know, we had the doctor on our show who's a surgeon, knows all about the type of injury he had. And uh, it might take Dak four or five weeks uh, to get back to, you know, to where he was, maybe a little bit longer than that. So uh, the NFC is going to be wide open again this year. I think they're going to be a lot better than they were last year, especially the New York Giants. Are there any um, there any ways that you can bet on what the Eagles are going to do at the number six pick? You know, I mean, because right now it's it's a, it's a toss up. You you don't know what Howie's going to do at pick number six. You know, is, is, are there any uh, metrics you can show us exactly what they're going to do or get close to it? <laughs> With Howie, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I'm not talking bad about Rager, but I thought it was Justin Jefferson last year. And I actually gave him out uh, to win the rookie of the year. And, you know, Herbert beat him last year. I think we got like 35 to one odds where he, he came in second. But uh, I don't know what Howie's going to do, man. I, I think they need help at the offensive line. Yep. You know, to me, the nucleus of the teams, you know, offensive line, defensive line, that's what takes you to the Super Bowl. Obviously, you need the right quarterback. And I think Jalen Hurts surprised a lot of people last year. He definitely surprised me. And I think he's going uh, to play big this year. But you got to protect him. The Eagles gave up 65 sacks last year. And some of my biggest wagers have been 
uh, you know, when teams were missing a starter or were banged up on their offensive line or were missing right. two starters on their offensive line. Like, if you can't protect your quarterback, I don't care how good your team is, you don't have it. So you got to really secure that offensive line. If the Eagles don't do that, they're in some serious trouble. PG, if you have any uh, baseballs coming up soon, you have any futures on, on it on is NBA? it is actually <laughs> Harry, all, it right? right? You're lucky Not I'm not PGF on Shinto Braves or whoever the hell they were. <laughs> <laughs> we had Korean KBO. We were betting KBO during the whole, you know, COVID <laughs> match. We were betting La Liga League, uh, ping pong. Harry was jumping Russian off board soccer. Off <laughs> you name it, wherever we can find an edge. Nothing baseball. Uh, we've done well over the year in futures with our baseball. Uh, last year was kind of weird a little bit. Uh, but we'll definitely have. So right now we're concentrating on March Madness. We're trying to get our finger, our pulse on some of these teams uh, because, like I said, over the last three days we're 17 and 16, and we're not making any money. Two trends that I want to bring up with you and get your thoughts on, see how valid they are, and if anybody can make some money off it. There was a little bit of a, an anomaly, maybe even a regression to the mean yesterday's games, but I think for the most part, at least heading in, and maybe even where we stand following the first two rounds, seems like the first half under was a smart play before everybody kind of caught up to it yesterday. I don't know if you like that moving forward or if maybe that now there's a counter trend in the first halves. And the other one I'll leave you with is Baylor. Baylor seems to lose interest a lot in the second half, at least regular season conference tournaments. So I've been betting a lot of first half Baylor, and that seems to be hitting a lot more, especially in a game like Nova, where they're going to try and come out early. So those are the two that I thought I would bring up and get your thoughts on. Well, you know, the market always corrects itself. So right. if there was an inefficiency in the first two rounds, the odds makers definitely jumped on that. They're some of the sharpest guys in the world. They back their opinion with more money than anybody. So they have to be right. So, you know, those openings, they don't last long. So if you, if you're, if you bet them ahead of the curve, and if you see something before anyone else does, you're going to make money. But after two rounds, I think those numbers have been adjusted. Uh, Baylor, on the other hand, this game is uh, its going to be a battle, man. I mean, Nova's a great coach team, six points. Yeah, sure, Baylor's going to try and come out fast in the first half. But uh, I think uh, Jay Wright can uh, you know, negate some of that you know, offense of Baylor's. And uh, okay. you know, it's, it's going to be a battle. And laying six points, is it enough towards the end? Maybe first half, Villanova. Three and a half, I'd lay in first half. I'd probably be looking to take no in the first half. I think they might be able to stay in the game in the first half. Full game, I'm not sure, man. I'm not sure. Is there one game, really quick, and then we'll, we'll take a quick one. PGF can hang on the stream for a minute or so. Is there one game you've looked at early? Because it's all about, and we do this whenever you and I or you and Harry or shows you're on early in the week, we want to get your thoughts on early opening lines. So I'm sure there's already been some value that's lost from the third round, the Sweet 16, as we have to wait a couple of days. Have you identified just one? Have you identified one? And look, my hands are up, Harry, so I'm yeah. not trying to mine a pick. I see. not on an app or anything like that, okay? This yeah, is yeah. Keep your hands play. up. Exactly right. Is there one, and I'm going to remember this, is there one that you've identified, PGF? And I'll tell you what, if there, let's do this. We'll take a quick break. You can tell us in the stream. More reason you want to hang with us in the stream, phillyvoice.com slash the middle in sports map radio. All right, so one game that you've looked at in the Sweet 16 that you've thought total money line spread, I got to get on this right now before I lose value. I mean, I took Oregon State plus seven. They've been crushing it on the boards. I mean, they out-rebounded Oklahoma. I think it was like 52-32 or 52-30. They out-rebounded Tennessee. They beat two solid teams. 
Uh, and out of all the teams left in the big dance, I think uh, uh, right behind Florida State and USC, they're ranked the highest in the effective height ratio. They've been shooting lights out from the floor, from the three-point line, uh, uh, you know, throughout the whole tournament, from the foul line. Now they're playing an undersized Loyola Chicago team who's coming off a huge emotional win over, you know, number one seed like Illinois, their big brother. Uh, I just thought seven points was a little too much there. Uh, Porter Moses is a great coach. Team plays great basketball. You see all the movement on offense on, with guys who don't have the ball. It's like poetry in motion, the way he had this team playing. Now, they didn't shock us because on follow the action a few weeks back at the dark horse before the tournament started, I said nibble on uh, Loyola Chicago a little bit at 70-1 to one if you can find them or 65-1. to one. I lost my two bigger bets on Illinois and Texas, my futures, so I had to rip up those tickets. Uh, but – I would be looking to bet Oregon State here on the money line, except for the fact that they turn the ball over too much. Mm. And Loyola Chicago, I mean, they force a lot of turnovers. They force they Illinois play to turn great the ball defense. Over. Yeah, right. one of the best defensive college yeah. basketball teams in the nation. Illinois turned the ball over 17 times in their last game. Uh, Oregon State plus seven is the move. If Oregon State w- didn't turn the ball over so much, I think they turned the ball over 22 times last time. But their rebounding edge is what really you know mm. put them. You know, and, and the way they shot lights out in the first half of their last game. I think they shot like 62% from the three-point line. Uh, but I like Oregon State here plus seven. I think Loyola Chicago wins the game and moves on. But Oregon State, this is going to be a battle. What was what Oregon State uh, from three for the season? Is that an anomaly? Like, that seems extreme. It's a lot. Well, you know, it's funny. It, it is a lot. And they, they, they came back down to earth. I think they ended up shooting 33% for the game. Second half, they calmed down a little bit. But, like, we've been looking at the regressionary stats, and you'll see a team shoot 50% from the uh, three in the first game. So we're like, they're not going to do that again. And then they go out and shoot 60% the next game. So, like I said, throw all the metrics out the window. This is March Madness. These teams are playing with a heart. Some teams are playing at an elevated level, with which you're expecting them to come back down to earth. But sometimes they don't. Look at Oral Roberts. Yeah. This team's winning as double-digit underdogs. Uh, they beat – who they beat? They beat Florida. They beat Ohio, Ohio State. State. Yeah. Uh, and this is an undersized team, but they're playing lights out, you know, and they've got a lot of heart. And they're 11 half point dogs again, which seems like just way too many points against an Arkansas team that isn't much bigger than I teased them up to 17 just because I, I wanted to feel good about it. But it, it, it seemed <laughs> like it, 18, pardon me. And then uh, I dropped the Oregon State Loyola to uh, down to 119 and went over that. That sounds like a good bet. I mean, they all sound great. One nineteen. <laughs> that, that's another thing too, right? Radio Network. Here we go. Presented by Rocket Here we Mortgage. Go. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right, PGF's hanging out with us at Philly Godfather, the Philly Godfather.com. And, and follow the action well, show. Too. Say, why don't you explain to everybody out there? Because, you know, we have a bunch of people that are watching and now even more that are watching for you that may not know how to catch follow the action and even may not know what follow the action is. And that's another opportunity to get insight from you. Well, you know, it's old guys. We don't know where to find all the stuff on the Internet, but I think it's on iTunes, Spotify. I don't know where you find podcasts. We're on, yeah, we're on YouTube. Everyone yeah. knows that. We're leaving us all old guys. So you go to follow the action on YouTube. Uh, we've been giving out futures, but anything you can name, we gave it out this year. A lot of UFC. Yeah, a lot of UFC. Yeah. We gave out NFL, college, everything you can name. We're giving it out. We're giving out our real moves, and sometimes I get, you know, I get a little heat from the guys. But, I, you know, I try to make sure you guys win, and that's the bottom line. Follow the action and make some money. Love it, man. 
absolutely love yeah, it. Yeah, the rooster is a must a must watch on follow the action. <laughs> He's the best. I mean, during that after that Super Bowl when he came out oh. with the referee jersey, it was hilarious. He's and he great. was blaming the refs for you know the Chiefs losing. Yeah, I, I mean it was what it was. <laughs> Have you been? I don't know if you're the right person. This is I think the first time I've ever said this here because when you win money and Harry, I've been it's been difficult for me to separate this mentality from Harry and Jason Barrett. It's easy. Cause he doesn't bet, but the tournament sucks this year outside of betting. It sucks <laughs> outside of betting. That's just my personal opinion. You know me long enough where you can tell me to shut up and I'm an idiot, but I just think they saw that the games haven't been fantastic as a whole, despite the value and money you could be made from it. I'm not saying don't watch or don't bet. Eh, just leaves a little to be desired. I mean, it's not like previous years where all these games were coming down to the last shot. But right. anytime you got right. money on anything, it makes it that much better. Yeah. You know, that's, that's the bottom line, man. That's you know, if you can fire away and bet these games, I mean, the underdog. If you've been betting underdogs on the money line, you're making a ton of money. So you know, it is what it is. Yeah, they haven't had many bu- you know buzzer beater situations, which you know really sold the tournament. Yeah, not yet, but yeah. hey, it's not over yet. No. Right, the show isn't over either, so PGF, can you hang for a minute? We're, we're basically going to keep you until you have to go. No, so, I'm good, man. Whatever you guys need, I'm here. All right, well, When's the next tip-off? <laughs> right, right, we got to wait forever. Thanks, Ron Culver. We're back on Wednesday on Sports Radio. OT Thanks, Ron. Next, all courtesy of Bucket Sports here on The Middle. Looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following and stand out amongst your friends by downloading Book It Sports today on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. Overtime, courtesy of Book It Sports each and every day on phillyvoice.com slash the middle. Jason Martinez in the house on a Tuesday. The Philly Godfather in the house. We got the five screens going here. This is a major production. And look, you guys jump in, correct me if I'm wrong, change it wherever you want to go. But I feel like the, the easiest conversation the five of us can have right now that incorporates everything that we all talk about collectively and individually would be looking at futures for the NFC East, specifically for the NFC East. And here's a statement, PGF, that Barrett Brooks made earlier in the show that initially we responded with like, come on, man, come on. But then (laughs) after looking at it two or three times over, Eagles could realistically be the worst team in the NFC, not East, but conference coming into this year. Let's just look at the futures for the NFC East specifically. And the birds aren't even at the bottom of the division, as crazy as that sounds, as you still have well, – I'm trying to pull it back. Giants in Washington. Giants in yes. Washington, yes. I think. Yeah. So I think that's more star power than anything, you know, just, just from the organization being as good as they've been. Uh, you know, I mean, for close to 15 years, you know, the Eagles have been right there as far as being one of the, the you know, destinations for free agencies, uh, free agents, uh, you know, just from, you know, what, when even when Chip was here, you know, two years, he won 10 digit games, uh, just won a Super Bowl three and a half years ago. You know, so I think it's just a name brand that's put them in a position right now that, you know, they're they're 
at, you know, where they're their overvalued. Yeah. That's yeah. exactly what they're yeah. overvalued. Mm-hmm. That, that's great right there, Harris. Overvalued. Their name is giving them that overvalue. Well, they may not be overvalued on the market. And that's where I think we can look at this. And, and let's lay that out. Based off Barrett's point about name recognition, let's combine that with odds. The Cowboys are clear favorites at, at plus 105. So you can make the argument, I guess, right, PGF, that, you're, hey, you're getting positive money right now. Why not? And then it's Washington at plus 300. Then you have the Giants and Eagles, and I'm depending on the book, of course, each at plus 450. So the Eagles, we know, are in trouble. They don't have a quarterback that really started anything last year. I wonder if the Giants at plus 450, if this kid Jones figures something out, are, are going to run away or at least compete with the Cowboys in this division. I think they can compete. I think it's a three-way uh, three-way race. I really like this Washington football team. If they can secure their offensive line a little bit, I think they were ranked 22nd last year in protecting the quarterback. That defense is going to win you games. And yep. the, all the quarterback has to do is not turn the ball over. And mm-hmm. I don't know how good uh, Henneke is. And, and we saw how Fitz, Fitz can play, man. I mean, as old as he is, he's a very smart quarterback. He won't turn the ball over. And you just got to be a game manager with this type of defense. People don't realize – this is going to be one of the best defense we've probably seen in the last five to seven years. That's how good this Washington football team is. Yep. Uh, but again, they got to secure their offensive line, and if they can do that, I mean, whether it's Fitz or, or, or their backup, who actually had the highest QB rating in the playoffs against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers last year, he played better than Aaron Rodgers and Drew Brees than Mahomes against a Buccaneers defense that was playing lights out. So I think both those quarterbacks can play. And just don't turn the ball over. The team that wins a turnover battle will win the game 80% of the time and cover the spread almost 80% of the time. So with this type of defense, Washington's dangerous at 3-1. to one. I look at it, man. That's the way I look at it. Defensively, and when I talk about the Eagles, I'm talking from the defensive standpoint, they have one corner, and they have right now one safety mm-hmm. in the secondary. They don't Shout have a linebacker. Well, they have, they have a one linebacker, but, you know, do you see him as as a starter? Starter, you know. I I I love him, but I don't see him as a starter. What's our guy's name? Um, that's on the show. All Singleton. The Singleton. Yeah, yeah, Alex Singleton. Yeah, Alex Singleton is the only guy that I can see at that linebacker position that can make, you know, be a starter. And then the defensive line, of course, we have Fletch and we have Brandon Graham. But other right. than that, who else are they having that can come in and, and and really rush the passer? And we have a new defensive coordinator who has never been a defensive coordinator. Yeah, uh, a coach has never been a head coach before. I mean, it it's like hard for me to ticket to put money on the Eagles, right? Like, it, it, it's hard. I mean, if you look at the odds to make the playoffs, the Giants and the Eagles have the same exact odds. You can let it know at minus three thirty-five. Uh, the Cowboys are like at minus one seventy to make the playoffs, while the Eagles and, and Giants are at minus three thirty-five not to make the playoffs, and the Washington Football Team is only at minus two hundred to uh, to not make the playoffs. So. If you look at the odds to win the division, they're a little different than the odds to make the playoffs. It show just just the odds to make the playoffs show how good this Washington football team defense is because they're ranked better than the Eagles and the Giants to make the playoffs. They picked wow. up some quality players on the on the on the um on the Giants side of the ball. Also, you know Kyle Rudolph, he can control the middle mm-hmm. of the field. You know, just that alone, and the fact that Saquon Saquon Barkley being back is is the, is the measuring rod on you know what that team is going to do. You have to keep that extra defender in in the box. You have to, which opens up the passing lane. So it's, it's going to be tough, you know. And, and we nice know Jones can run the read option. Good. Yep, and yeah, yeah. yeah Dory Jackson's, Jackson's there. Yep. Giants are going to be tough, but there's also a correlation. If you look at the team's last ten years with the best pass rushes, 
they're usually a team to make the playoffs. So a lot of football teams. You know, <laughs> yeah, team, teams that get to the quarterback get beat, mm-hmm. you know, into the season and usually get to the playoffs. And yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I, I I just wish they they end up getting a better quarterback, but it is what it is. No step tonight. Have you any eyes on the Sixers game? No, I haven't been contracting today. I'm hoping Embiid wins the MVP. We took my plus 500. Yeah. Now that LeBron got hurt. It's got a shot, you know. He leaves the NBA to the college kids. Well, look, yeah. I mean, you got Jokic. <laughs> the, the return is not terrible. I feel like at this point, it would take LeBron or Embiid coming back and putting like four or five, 35, 40 plus point games. It seems like Jokic with the inside track. And I wonder. Minus 110 is not terrible at all. For a guy who is heavily favored, I'm surprised that he's not closer to two to one at this point. Yeah, I mean, if you like it better, I just we're, we're just wishing for Embiid here, man. We hope he comes back, he comes back to playing how he was, and uh, we'll see what happens. It's crazy about Ball, too, because he was the lock for rookie of the year. Did you Did you change anything once he got hurt? I know a lot of people jumped on Edwards. No, I, I I leave all the NBA to the to the college kids. I know they, that's what I'm asking. Like I'm well, asking yeah. as the group, Philly Godfather. You keep going Philly back Godfather. to this well with him. He's, He's asking hypotheticals right about the group. <laughs> yeah, the group. I I know everybody works for you, PGF. So no nobody. <laughs> it's like the old Christopher Walken thing in New York. You know, but nothing goes down unless I'm involved. But <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. After 30 years, it, you know, I don't get as excited as I used to. It's just a bunch of Numbers on a piece of paper, on a you know, on an Excel stat sheet. I look at the bottom line every week. I trust in what they do. So uh, to be, honest, I'm not really that involved in the NBA nowadays. They're doing all the work. They're they're running all the metrics, all the game simulations. They're running the algorithms, the situational handicap, and they do everything. And I just collect the money. They're is, very is high like on the Phoenix now? Suns. Yeah, they got big futures like on the, the Suns. Suns. I know yeah. that. So is that what that. business is? I mean, it, it does it have a lot to do with you know with 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 numbers and you know oh, yeah and, and all that now with betting you know it's not that you know hot. I, well, I, there's a lot of moving parts when you handicap. You look at the metrics, you look at the quantitative factors, the qualitative factors, the situation, uh, and, and you're trying to combine everything. And, and all it is is an educated guess. I mean, if you're laying one ten, you know, to beat the one ten vig, you got to win more than fifty two point four percent of your wagers. Uh, it sounds a lot easier than it really is. Mm-hmm. But uh, especially with the NBA, I mean, <laughs> those games are some of the craziest games you'll watch. Uh, and you'll see the, you know, the leads go back and forth, 10-point leads, 14-point swings. Uh, but that's all you can do. It's an educated guess. You, you know, you do your homework just like any other market. You do as much research as possible. And you know, an edge. Yeah, yeah, you get an edge and you have a weighted opinion. And if you see a price that you like, you purchase it. And hopefully you make some money with it. You find the flawed line. Like, I got a flawed line in the NHL tonight that I love. Oh, boy. Here we go. And and I don't have qualitative and quantitative analysis like PGF, Scott. I don't got the college kids working for me. Not yet. But (laughs) Nashville going back home after a long road trip. When teams Mm -hmm. go back home, PGF, after a long trip, and frankly, they're not very good anyway, and they're playing a crap team in Detroit, I'll take Detroit plus the 130 in Nashville after a five ga- or six game road trip, wow, so Detroit's only catching one thirty in Nashville. Yep. Yeah, well, that why is that? Right, you're right there. Yeah, that line's yep. telling you something right there. Yep. You know, when teams and, return and going, from a trip, it's a tough spot. 
And just to let you guys know, there's only so much the odds makers can do to over adjust that angle. Mm-hmm. They can't go crazy with it because then the sharp guys will come back and take the other side and they'll move the market and take yep. it one way and bet it back the other way. So, yeah, that's I'm going to bet it. Detroit plus 130. Yep. I'm in. I'm in. The Flyers tonight, too, are a play, PGF. Are they? The right, Flyers, 4-1 on the on the second game of a back-to-back, 3-0 after the back-to-back, even with against a rested team that didn't play the day before. Okay. All right, got to get out of here. So if you guys want to keep it going, the stream is going to end, but you are more than welcome to have the conversation, and we'll go from there. Thanks to at, everybody. Later, guy. Go ahead, Harry. At Philly Godfather on Twitter, social media, and uh, follow the action show. And thephillygodfather.com. Correct. We'll see you tomorrow. Looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following and stand out amongst your friends by downloading Book It Sports today on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.